Yep, 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 yep. yep. Ooh, ooh. Reed fellas. Reed fellas into hizzy. Jordan Morgan Jamal. We here. I just woke up from a pee a pee nap. A power nap, yes. I made sure I no, almost a pee nap. I pissed myself while I napped. Yes, oh, power nap. Oh no. Morgan I love your humor. Yes, a power First nap. time in your adult life? During a nap? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, there's a that's mm. a problem. Your your sleep is all fucked up, homie. Mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're fucking screaming and pissing in your fucking nightmares. (laughs) That's true. I haven't been talking in my sleep, though, as far as I know. You've been whimpering, but I feel like that's that's normal. That's That's always been a thing. (laughs) I have, however, um, I had a crazy stressful week, and so I've been doing those. uh, uh, Morgan has stressed herself to the point of physical, complete physical exhaustion and sleeps for 14 hours a night and takes a nap. And this time, I, I will admit it, it, I didn't have as long of a streak as I typically do, but my cycle is that I go hard in the paint on work for about five weeks and then have, like, just a crash week. Like, I've literally crashed my brain where it does not function anymore, and then I need, like, a recovery. I have a question for you, Morgan. Yeah. Can you explain to the listeners what... Uh, going hard in the paint means. <laughs> it means. <laughs> it's her favorite phrase. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, isn't I'm that curious. a real phrase? Yeah, it's a real phrase. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, curious, yeah but... I'm curious as the definition. I mean, I don't know. Going hard in the paint <laughs> means. Uh, I don't actually know the real definition of it. <laughs> what is there a real definition? I fucking knew it. I what fucking knew it, it dude. Jamal jo- knows what it is, obviously. What is Everyone it? knows what it is, except you who uses it all the time. <laughs> what is it? You don't know where it comes from? <laughs> no. You don't even know, like, what genre it comes from? No. Like, what like, aspect of humanity? <laughs> uh, okay, but let me ask you this, Morgan. When you say that, what does it mean to you? It means that I'm going way off the deep end. Uh, I don't think that's actually a one-to-one. It means I'm lineup. going, it means I'm putting, I mean, take it from context, right? I'm going hard in the paint at work. So I am working to the point where my eyes start to bleed. Yeah, that's not what it means. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Is it about rappers yeah. painting cars? Is it candy painted Exa- Jesus? Yeah, exactly. Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You scared me, Jordan, for a this second. Like, oh, rappers I thought I knew what it meant. Cars. Well, I remember when you told me what candy painted meant. And I was like, oh, shit, candy painted Jesus. Oh, going hard in the candy paint. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, no, actually, well, going hard, before I tell you where it's from, <laughs> okay. going hard in the paint just means, like, go getting after it. Yeah, know? that's exactly what I just said. Like, people that's might. How I used it. No, yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it almost works when you use it, but. It doesn't work when you've defined it. It doesn't mean you're going too right. hard. Oh. It means you're going, you're overcoming defenders, I guess. Right. So the paint is <laughs> is like the key in, in basketball. It's, it's, if, you, if you look at the court, most <laughs> of the court is like wood. Yeah. But the paint is like a rectangle right underneath sure. the rim. Going I, hard to the paint is driving to the hoop. Oh. Yeah. So you're in the paint. It's like when you're How does going to do a layup that? or a dunk. I saw the last dance. Just It's a commonly used thing. Well, I know that's a commonly used thing. I just, I guess I never. It's like saying, uh, where does the phrase, I don't fucking, now I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No one knows where they came from. 
You just use them. Right. But that one's like Except used. for in this instance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So now you know. Now I know. Don't Hard stop to paint. using it, please. Basketball means I'm driving for that rim. It means you're just like with no regard. You're going for it. I guess it works with, it's almost like no regard for your own body. You're just like fucking yes. like whoosh, giving it's yourself like, up. I, it's very unhealthy. No. Well, it's, it's fucking respected. In basketball. Well, it's also respected uh, by my boss. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's respected by capitalism. <laughs> exactly. I'm but, a good slave. <laughs> but respect is probably the wrong word. Well, it's just funny that I just assumed that you knew that it was a basketball term. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thankful for Jamal for checking in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard her no use idea. it before. <laughs> And it rose little little bells of alarm, you know, <laughs> like of suspicion. I mean, you know, like I wonder if. I mean, and, but you know, it was always you know I pushed it away because you live with Jordan. I figured you know she you know, she picked it up from Jordan, and Jordan was using it accurately. Yeah. Well, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> now I know that because it's like right. before I feel like she could have heard it in the basketball sense but I she feel obviously like has I've it. known it my whole life i don't know right maybe yeah. not it's very <laughs> i think it's just become so entwined with who you are that you feel like you've known it your whole life yeah is entwined word is it intertwined entwined and intertwined i believe are both words are they the same oh, trying to put me on the spot it's not uh, gonna work uh entwined like to become entwined I don't know if intertwined is a word, actually, now that I think. Intertwined's a word, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds, intertwined sounds right. Entwined is also a word, I'm pretty sure. E-N-T-W-I-N. I I know how to spell it. (laughs) I know how to spell the word that I'm not sure exists or not. I'm pretty sure that's a word. All right, well, you look it up. Oh. (laughs) You tell me. I'm doing a Scrabble call out. Challenge. This is Reed, fellas. They literally mean the same exact thing. I just looked it up. That's what I figured. Wind or twist together, interweave. Yeah. It's like uh, other words that have Entwine two, two is versions. more often <laughs> used with two things twisted together or one thing enclosing another. Intertwine is more often used with more than two things twisted together, but both words being twisted together. Oh. Okay. So DNA is like entwined. Right. And then braiding someone's hair is intertwined. Sure. Okay. There you go. All right. God is real. So I've been on the search for Sprite Cranberry. Okay, okay. the ongoing search. So have I. This holiday season. Uh, it wasn't Unavailable. at Target the last time I looked. I didn't see it at Safeway. I mean, how can they market so hard for something that's unavailable? I don't know. It's bizarre. It's 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 a conspiracy. It's a Sprite conspiracy is what it is. <laughs> yes. I'm, I go deep into food conspiracies. Oh, yeah, deep in the food yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, like Monsanto? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking coffee conspiracies. I'm what? talking Cheez-It conspiracies. I'm talking Sprite conspiracies. Right. These are right. the issues. But yeah, this Sprite Cranberry, I don't think, I think it just sounds like something that exists. Uh-huh. And I don't think the corporate people at, over at the Coca-Cola company know that they're not actually selling this product. Yeah. I think someone's just like, hey, we got a cool commercial here. They're like, oh yeah, go ahead and play it. Right. LeBron James is in it. And then they forgot to like roll out production. Yeah, they're like, oh, we never actually made the drink. <laughs> yeah, I was at Safeway with with Ian and I brought it up because he was looking at the soda and I was like, oh, I wonder if they have Sprite Cranberry here. I look, no Sprite Cranberry, okay? Uh-huh, not surprised. And, I, and then I was telling him, I was, let, I was letting him in on the, on the conspiracy. 
And he's like, no, I feel like I bought that last year. I was like, I fucking, no, you didn't. No, you fucking <laughs> didn't. There's no way you did. You're so full of shit. Well, I don't know if there's no way he did. I mean. There's no way he did. I was like, you maybe bought like Sprite. Cher- maybe Cherry 7-Up. That's the closest I could find at Target. Yeah. Right. Right. But, maybe it was yeah. holiday branded Sprite with. Right, it just had like a mistletoe on the can. Well, Ian's also someone. He's a he's a bit of a he's a bit of a. uh, He always finds the deals, you know. (laughs) Yeah, sure. He's penny pinching. He's he's he's, uh, where where's the deal? Where's the two for one? Where's the whatever? So, um, he's very smart with his with his hard earned kern, you know. So I just don't buy that he buys Sprite Cranberry. That that was something that he bought, you know. That right. It's a premium he drink. For the, he didn't, right, he <laughs> didn't, that that in this occasion, he, he went off brand and went off brand. Didn't go off brand. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. hear you. He didn't go with Big K or some shit. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking still on the hunt, and I wanted to put out this call to our listeners. Call to action. Find us some Sprite Cranberry, Okay. Find it at your local stores. If you find a Sprite Cranberry, please take a picture with you and the Sprite Cranberry. Send it to readfellas at gmail.com, and we'll fucking post a collage of everybody with their Sprite Cranberries. Prediction, we will not have a collage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I that, yeah. I really want to put the, the Reed Fellowship out there on it, yeah, you know? fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, holiday season. We just had Thanksgiving. Hope hope everyone else had a very fantastic Thanksgiving discovery we found out what morgan's green eggs and ham is pumpkin pie oh my shut up right she talks so much shit about pumpkin pie on this pod she said it wouldn't crack the top 50 pies turns out she fucking loves it i well top two pies for her that's not fucking true (laughs) that is green eggs and ham is fuck true it's still not as good as any berry pie but it's a decent pie, and it took me two of them. Any berry pie? Yes. Boysenberry it pie? It took you Boysenberry. two of them. You ate two whole pies, two and you're like, whole, maybe I do like this Two whole thing. pies, but I made a different kind the second time, and that one and you was both. the better one. No. You did like both. I did like both. But <laughs> I liked the second okay. one much better, and yes, it was, it was a decent, it was a fine pie. It was good. It's pie. I mean, mm. here's what I'm hearing you say, though. You're saying, I liked the first one. And then the second time I had it, I liked it even more. That's correct. So stack that second one up against your top list of pies. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still fairly low. But how low? Pretty fucking low. I still like coconut cream pie better. Okay, 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 okay. But you would agree that it's prob- it's a lot better than you had it envisioned correct. in your head. I would I would I would agree with that. Okay, green exam. So yeah. we also have to give a big old shout out to uh Megan and she commissioned a piece of artwork for she us. She did, holy shit. Uh artwork done by yes. Kristen Ferguson. She sent this our way, a framed fucking original Reed Fellas art, which will be the pod pick today. Fucking dope. Hella this is just dope. cool. I mean it's kind of like what yeah. I envisioned what we would look like if we were all latino you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a little bit brown face but like yeah especially me not only my latino but i'm also a little ginger which i thought was kind of cute <laughs> i mean especially usual but i think the most is morgan i think morgan is a straight up oh yeah no that's true that's latino true. Morgan. Ho. i'm looking at it right now yeah latinx you know 
it, but Latinx. it's fucking. I fucking love it. I mean, it's got the fucking cheesy <laughs> conspiracies yeah. on there, and then a bunch of movie-related yep. things. We got Owl, Owl Time. Time. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal <laughs> is a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you, my eyebrows oh are my orange. God. <laughs> That's my so eyebrows dope. are channel orange. Um, I mean, great job, Christopher. She's obviously never met us right. or anything. So no, just, right, of which course Which is not. another funny point. I we don't follow know if, each other on Instagram now. I don't know if you heard this, Jamal, but the mic in my hand originally was a martini. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, and then she changed it to a mic for obvious reasons. But Fucking hilarious. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Apparently not. That is <laughs> Morgan with the fucking. <laughs> fucking great. Thank you so much for that, Megan. That was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, what else? Oh, we got a, a brand new item in our house now. Mm-hmm. Oh. A treadmill. Oh, the treadmill came. It it's came. It's so dope, It's yo. so tight. Having a treadmill in your house, man, game changer. Damn. How are those floors doing that we put down? Perfect. They work just fine. Good, good. You did a great job, Joel. <laughs> And I helped. Yeah. No, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking dope. Yesterday, decided I was going to do a little bit of reading while on the treadmill. Which I discouraged. But I was oh. interested. I mean, I discouraged it because I was like, I'm, I would never be down for that. But I was interested to hear how your experience would go. Right. So at first, and I knew that, you know, running yeah. on the treadmill, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of hard to fucking read. read with the jostling and all. Yes. But I did. I bought. I bought this little tool that holds your book open for you, <laughs> so that way I mm-hmm. could do hands free, you know. And I'll say at the at the walking speeds, obviously it's great, and it's almost like you you can read and you can walk, and it's a little bit hard at first when I'm on it because I'm. It's such a novel thing that I'm doing, <laughs> sure. reading while I'm walking. Yeah, it's like rub, patting your head and rubbing your tummy. Yeah, so I'm very aware of it. And so it's harder to focus on the book. Uh-huh. And so yeah. overall, but I feel like the more I do it, the faster I'll get at actually reading mm-hmm. because it turns out this is the fucking game changer. This is so dope. Whoa. What I would do is I would read about two pages walking and then I would crank it up and run, read a page, then crank it back down and then when I'd walk and I would cr- increase the incline. So the incline's way up on the treadmill. So that way it's still a, a little strenuous, you know? Yeah. And I ended up spending like 50 minutes on the treadmill, traversing a little over three miles, which is like, it's not the most efficient three miles, but mm-hmm. it's fucking three miles, right. you know? Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, this is the ultimate two birds solitary stone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm killing like <laughs> two eagles with a grain of sand, you, you know? Yeah. It's like God damn. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I'm glad you're so stoked on it. Yeah, oh, it's fucking like I I feel like it'll get it gets you on the tread more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, here's why it's so great. When you're listening to like headphones, I feel like you're constantly going in and out. You have to be listening to something that's so fucking like engaging for you to not be like I'm running on a treadmill right now because mm-hmm. I'm constantly mm-hmm. being. And so it brings your focus back to I'm running, I'm running, and that's the hardest part about but running. But what the I'm using the headphones yeah. for is to amp like to make me be like fuck yeah i'm running of course yeah yeah but that's when you're getting into the music and you're really that's you're more into the music than you are like i'm running i'm running i'm running yes it's you're amped because of the music so that's great that that works i'm saying it doesn't really work as well for me i would have to be listening to like food and liquor for the first time or something for it to really get lost <laughs> in it you know like uh, some really dope album lose and still and, and still it's it's still tied to the act of running the music 
amping you up. It's still like, I am running. <laughs> it's not like letting it wash over you. And it might work for me for like the first couple songs, but eventually I'm just like, I'm getting tired. Right. And for it's just a hard mental thing get to get you. past the run. I, I've never got the runners high. I've never done it long enough to sustain it. And I know Morgan has. So Morgan doesn't have this problem as much as me. Mm-hmm. But like reading, like your focus has to be on read or else you're not comprehending. To read and comprehend, right. I'm totally fucking forgetting how long. It's like, of course I know I'm on the treadmill, but how long I've been on the treadmill, I have no idea. The book is covering up the, the face. Yes. And it's like, I have no idea how long I've been on it. And I check, it's like, oh, I've gone half a mile without even feeling it. Yeah. It's, it's fucking dope. I love it. I highly, this is another reason why the treadmill is difficult. You've just, you just hit on it here is the, sometimes it can be a motivator. Sometimes it can be a downer. So like once I've gotten in a good rhythm of running, once I've reached my clocked amount of time, like sometimes I'll actually be like, oh, I can easily go like another five minutes and then I'll do like another five minutes. So like in that way, it's actually kind of a motivator, but getting started running, Mm -hmm. it's a demotivator to me. It's like, fuck. Yeah, like, I've only been running yeah. to do two things. <laughs> but now. once I'm yeah. once I'm in once I'm in good shape, it's actually I kind of like the, to see the whole display. Of course, yeah. Once you're like in the group and it feels good to run, yeah. Then yeah, I can see how that would work. But it's nice having a new metric. Like usually when you have that motivation, oh, I'll just go up to another mile. Like I'm mm-hmm. already close. I'm like 1.8 miles. I'll go up to two or yeah. oh, I've been running for 18 minutes. I'll run for 20. So yeah. there's always those new milestones. Uh-huh. The new milestone now is I'll, I'll just read one more page. Right. Yeah. Another thing I also used to do to break up monotonous treadmill runs because another, th- an- that's why running outside is so much better is because you're not you're absorbing staring nature. at a display. Yeah. You're navigating through the world. So like I can even listen to podcasts and run outside. Mm-hmm. But another thing I would do is I would, what do you call them? Intervals. So like I would run at six for two minutes and then run at eight for two minutes mm-hmm. and then run at six for two minutes. And run. Yeah. So like it That's was constantly it, varying my, cause I was just bored, bored. Yeah, I was really good at that point, though. If I was fucking right. easily running on eight for, you could probably get back there real quick. Yeah, yeah. muscle memory. Yeah, for sure. I'm nowhere near that. I've never. I don't think I've ever run more than five miles in a single. That's it. That's the breaking point, though. I found that after six miles, it's hard to get to six, and then once you get to six, it's like it's fine. Yeah, because it's grueling <laughs> all the way up to do like three. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I wanted to um, cry when I was every time I did a half marathon uh-huh. after around mile eleven. But no one should be running thirteen miles. Is stupid unless you're racing. But. Yeah. <laughs> How are you on running, Jamal? I Never am done it? not very good at it. No. Well, whenever I would like get gym memberships. You know, I'd go with buddies to the gym and stuff. Most of my friends, and this is no surprise, are a lot, uh, they're bigger than I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Seldom do I have a friend who's smaller than me. <laughs> and um, Myself included. Baby Miles. <laughs> yeah, Baby Miles is uh, one. All right, give me some time to think of any others. He'll surpass you. Um, Olive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my nieces and nephews, but yeah, that, that, just give them time. Ch- children. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, but so they always want to do cardio, but I've always been told that I I, I should not do cardio, um, because I will I will disappear. <laughs> I feel like everyone should do some cardio. 
it, it's good for your heart to do cardio. Um, I agree that you probably shouldn't. You should probably eat food. You shouldn't focus mostly on cardio. <laughs> but when your body, I think, is like burning stuff, then it starts to retain more of the stuff you eat because it trains your body to then know, oh, I'm going to use this later mm-hmm. as opposed to you just shitting it all out because <laughs> right. you're never going to fucking run. <laughs> so it all, I think, adds. Right. It's all balance, but. Right. No, it's something that I feel like cardio, I feel like it, that advice always comes because I've just started a gym membership, you know, mm-hmm. and my buddies are always like, don't fucking worry about car. They're basically saying, don't worry about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like that will, yeah. that will come once you, once you have a, uh, you know, some sort of body that <laughs> needs maintaining. But for right now, let's get you some sort of body. <laughs> so, but I never get to that point. I always stop going to the gym after yeah. a month oh, or so. Yeah. Um, I had zero exercise of any kind in my life until 2013 and I gained all that weight and I didn't have a job and so I was like I'm gonna lose this weight like I'm just going to do it Mm -hmm. and it was like such a decisive thing in my mind and that's when I ran for the first time on the treadmills and then um I don't think it was that much later that I did my first half marathon yeah, no, it's a it's, it's a skill that is actually like I promise you anyone can do it <laughs> like I that because I've done it and I had zero I've no athletic history. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of maybe a Stephen Hawking or paraplegic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Anyone with legs and the sheer tyranny of will can make it happen. Word up. Let's jump around a bit. Let's and do it. Let's jump into movies real quick and then we can jump back. So we watched a movie, and then we recommended Jamal watch it too, so that way we can all discuss it on the pod. Correct. Jamal, did you watch this movie? I did watch this movie. So I successfully pranked Jamal then, because (laughs) this movie is called Tesla on Hulu, and I was like kind of excited to watch it. I was like, oh, this this might be interesting. This movie fucking sucks. Dude, it was so bad. I couldn't believe how bad it was. There And then there was a point in time where I was like, I actually decided to just go to sleep because uh-huh. that would be more interesting to me. It was so hard not to check out while watching this movie. So like after, yeah. I can't remember after what point, but I was like, this is, there's no sign of improvement happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to yeah. actually go to sleep right now. I mean, it's on a topic that I'm interested in. It's <laughs> Nikola Tesla and fucking right. sort of a biography, but done in a weird stylistic way and the style of it isn't even interesting it's like it looks like it's like a a late 80s early 90s movie well and then like the weird scenes where it's like this is obviously not like with the ice cream and the fucking it's like what's going on right this is most certainly not how it happened yeah showing a bunch of like comedic versions of how it didn't happen which might have been nice but they only did it like twice Twice. and it's just sort of like out of place dude it was it was really bad. It was a it was a it was a risk board move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just sort of like okay. Wakefield. God, it was it was horrendous. And I don't even bad. know why they had that look. Like the look of it was so fucking boring looking. Yeah. That it's just like what so was boring. It? And then I I thought that you know when they do like the outdoor scenes or like scenes where it's obviously a set but it's supposed to be like vast fields and stuff and it's obviously some sort of ba- backdrop. You yeah, know, it's like a green screen. I feel like it, it might have been cool if they leaned harder into it like they they teetered on the edge of like oh this is a stylistic choice versus you know obviously they don't have the budget but it's like lean into it as a as opposed to like 
are you are you leaning into it or are you trying to fool me into thinking that this is real? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I, it would have been cool had everything else in the movie been interesting. Like, had the story been interesting, right. had the fucking acting been compelling. Like, if any of that was compelling, I would have fucking totally given into your green screen right. substitute for actual shooting on location. Yeah, but, it held my interest right. zero amounts. I mean, the, the right. opening of the, even the opening of the movie, which I, I didn't tune out immediately, but it, I thought it was an interesting choice. <laughs> There's just, it's a scene of him eat, played by Ethan Hawke, who I love, rollerblading in this hall. You don't really know what's happening. He's just sort of in a fancy yeah. area on roller skates, and other people <laughs> yeah. are too. And it's like some sort of roller skating. I, w- I don't want to say a party. It's like <laughs> what you would imagine, like late 1800s, like a tea party, but yeah. he's on roller skates or, right. or whatever. And then it it's goes. Some, and then it goes. Fucking old rich white people do. And then it jumps, and it goes nine years earlier. <laughs> I'm like, why did you even show us that scene? Right. As if that's something that we're like, right. what? What? How did? Like, he how, get yeah, there? how did he get to that point? <laughs> how are we gonna get back there? Yeah, it was right. so weird to see a nine years earlier yeah. after a random roller skating scene. <laughs> it was right. fucking bad. And then a pivotal they, moment in his life. Yeah, and it was. I mean, I don't know if it was because I kind of was blanking on most of the movie, but like halfway in, they get back no, to that right. roller yeah. skating scene. And it was like insignificant. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Why Ooh. they did that? It was fucking. It was fucking difficult. Yeah, you don't care about any of the characters a- at all. Nope. Or their relationships to each other. Don't re- not really sure exactly what they are a lot of the time. And as I was watching it, I had the thought of this is exactly what Jordan hates about a bad like <laughs> biopic. So you knew he was pranking you. No, I didn't know he's. I didn't think of it as a prank. Sure. I figured this is so bad. I need because we had talked about this movie before, oh. and it was out. I didn't know it was out. Yeah, we had talked we about like, watch, oh, like this is it. coming. Let's watch it. And then me and Morgan had already seen it. It had been a week by the time I texted you. I thought yeah. I was like, let me text you yeah. all to make sure he sees this because I'm going to bring it up on the pod. Yeah. So I knew full yeah. well that I was ruining two hours of your day, <laughs> which is where the prank yeah. comes in. Because I was like, right, there's no right. way Jamal's going to enjoy this, no. but. Yeah. I don't know how I. But it, but it, but it's exactly it. what you didn't like in the way that it feels like it's almost literally ripped from his Wikipedia page. I mean, yeah, and there's actual you know exposition I mean? of like. And there's actual <laughs> on his Wikipedia when you type in Nikola Tesla on she as she opens her MacBook. Yeah, that was supposed to be a stylistic choice, like oh they're using iPhones and mm-hmm. MacBooks, and like if you Google right. uh, Edison's name, four million results show up. If you Google Tesla, only two million results oh. show up. Who the fuck cares? I know. What yeah. the fuck? So he's more. Yeah. Of course he's. I. I that doesn't surprise me. I. I don't. I don't. I have no right. idea what they're what they're doing. <laughs> it's like, it's so retarded. This movie. At one point, because like I guess Tesla is known for being in his head. A lot, you know? Mm. And she actually says to him, quote, sometimes I think you're just in your head when I'm talking to you. And I and I thought, like, I wasn't sure if she was talking to Tesla or me, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I kept losing myself watching this. It's like, I almost felt like they were aware. Like, people yeah. are starting to, like, they're trying to turn all the viewers into Nikola Tesla, yeah. being like, oh, I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me. I'm more in my head because everything around me is so uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, maybe this yeah. is a flipped script we got going maybe on. Maybe this is fucking deep. I mean, by the end, I was like really wanting it to be over. I was like, 
you know those feelings that everyone gets of that to, to reach for your phone to like check twitter or yeah. reach for your phone to do this yeah i mean just it was anything. so hard not i mean that's the reason why i watch movies is to get away from that feeling right. to be escaped into a movie right. and this did right. the opposite right fucking yeah have you ever shit. had the experience i haven't had this experience in a long time probably the last time i experienced it was when i was was a teenager but i remember having this experience watching a movie that was praised as good as really good so I felt like I was supposed to like it, uh-huh. and I think my my conscious mind was telling me that I, you know, oh I'm enjoying this, but my subconscious mind is like this is boring. My my true self is like this is fucking not, not interesting to me, uh-huh. or I don't get it, or whatever. Right. And I had the urge. I just found myself picking up the remote and hit, hitting fast forward, like just un, unconsciously hit fast forward. And I stopped. I was like, "What? Wait, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be watching the movie." I I get that urge to be like, I just like, I want to be able to get to the end and say yeah. I've watched it. Yeah, yeah. So if someone references something, I could be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> but like, oh, I've seen that movie, but like, but I feel like my life's yeah. wasting away if I actually spend a one to one. My subconscious knew what my actual goal was, you know. Yeah. To be able to truthfully say you've seen the movie a lot of the movies that we watched i feel like it was a streak of bombs we didn't yeah there were some there were some stinkers Mm. this one was a waste of time the next one that we watched was literally called time and this one oh yeah and you were like i just after watching a terrible movie i just really want to watch something really good Mm, no, that's not what happened. We'll get. I'll get to what happened, but it's a spoiler for what's going to yeah, come up later. I know, I know. So that's an inaccurate statement, what you just said. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Strike that from the record, Yana. I convinced Morgan to watch this movie Time because I saw it had good reviews. It's a, And it was. It said on the thing, this movie was filmed over 20 years, mm-hmm. and it's about a, it's a documentary about a fucking family whose the husband goes to jail for burglary. For and like 70 years yeah like he gets sentenced to like almost life in prison mm-hmm. so it's like the time spent with her the wife and her children their children of just like waiting for him to be released and like going through like calling the prison and being like hey and apparently like they finally after 20 years have got a judge to like review it to release him but then it's like in some sort of limbo area where she has to call him every day and every day it's like they're just Still at the waiting. whims of whether or not the judge yeah. decided to look at the case or not, and he's just rotting away in mm-hmm. prison all in the meantime. So it's not it's not a terrible movie, but it stylistically, I thought it was actually kind of interesting where it was done sort of like a movie. Yeah. There wasn't any like talking mm-hmm. head, there was no like labels, there was no like right. any sort of there, there might have been labels, but there wasn't any like I don't know. I had a, a couple of issues with it. One was confused the entire time about which one of these are her children. They didn't do a great job of explaining the family dynamic. And very well. are all of them his mm. and what the fuck. So that was confusing. And then there was a lot of like really preachy speechy. Yeah. She's very of. like, cause okay. So they robbed Sneeches on beaches. They robbed <laughs> yeah. a credit union together. Her husband and, and, and her, and she took a plea deal. And got out in seven years, but still, but he didn't take a plea deal, which I feel like, what the fuck? Like, they're guilty. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Also, it feels like you're and bad. Then she's pregnant with twins. She gets pregnant in prison again. I don't understand. It's unclear. I don't think that's what happened, but it's not very clear. But okay, so back to the original thing. It says it was filmed over 20 years, uh-huh. which I have a gripe with. 
because if you're going to fucking state that, I feel like it's almost like I'm thinking boyhood, you know? Right. No, this was No, this is home footage. Yeah. Like, the thing was filmed now. Like, all the the up-to-date, like, high-quality HD footage that you're watching is, like, 2020 or 2018 or whatever, recent time. I noticed that as well. And all of the older footage is fucking home video footage. It's a regular documentary. It's a regular documentary. (laughs) Don't tell me this is filmed over 20 years. Right, that you've had the same crew or, Mm -hmm. you know, or thereabouts fucking working laboriously on it for for the past 20, 25 years or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so they, she was, uh, she's been released, and then she's become some advocate for destroying the prison system. And, <laughs> I don't know. Which mm-hmm. is, is right up Jamal's alley. I mean, there definitely needs yeah. to be prison reform and stuff, and so she always is bat- railing against it and stuff. But there is sort of like a little bit of like, like she's not taking responsibility for what she did. Yeah. Like she's more she mad. It seems like it's like it's just 100% they've been wrong. Yeah. Like they're part of the fucking mm. innocence project or some shit. Like I get, which is like, gotcha. you can complain about like, yeah, it's not fair. I understand that. Like yeah. it's not a, a fair sentence, especially if you, if you should be able to, I guess, fucking be paroled and all that, whatever. Mm. Now that she's out, she's served her time or whatever. And it's sort of like how fucking in the right she comes off mm-hmm. as like, he should be home with us right now. Like this is, is the whole system is fucked. It's like, I get like in her shoes, probably everyone would feel the same way. Sure. She wants her husband back, but it's like, you never see her like really take responsibility for actually like fucking De- up. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I should have been let off the hook. Yeah. The system is fucked. Desperate people do desperate things. We had a business and we were running out of money. So we robbed a credit union. It's like, that's not okay to do. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I don't recommend the movie, but <laughs> but I chose this movie over the one that we saw a trailer for on <laughs> Netflix. Like I I was watching the trailer with Morgan on Netflix and I was like, I don't really I knew I wasn't it, feeling it, it at the time. I knew it probably wasn't going to be super good, but I thought it would be like entertaining potentially right you were in the mood for it but i wasn't i was like i'd rather watch this one and then morgan was like a little upset with me i was i was throwing a little sass sass for us and then and then i was like fine fine let's watch the one that you want and then she was definitely like no (laughs) (laughs) you don't get to do that and i was like okay (laughs) i mean it wasn't the right mindset to watch the movie i guess but especially since now it has the pressure of like this one has to be good yeah but then the following day i was like hey let's watch your movie now put it on <laughs> and of course it's like i wasn't like totally averse to watching it but i did get the sense of like i don't know this cheese ball it's McGee. gonna be cheese balls but it's yeah. directed by ron howard and i've liked a few of his amy movies. adams amy adams is the star i was like this so it's probably gonna be watchable watchable it's called uh hillbilly elegy oh i just saw that that on netflix i saw the cover of fucking ratty fucking old ass glenn close it's a comedy Oh my god, this movie is so bad. <laughs> it's so <laughs> This is I thought Tesla was gonna be the worst movie that we saw. Here's the thing spot. is I feel like Tesla is the worst because I felt I feel like that's just a asleep. vacant time in my life where this was like what is mm. gonna ha- like how bad how much worse I like Tesla more and, and only because it took a sh- it took a shot. Okay. And it failed. Interesting. This movie I felt like was a packaged baloney <laughs> bullshit and it was like this is 
This is like oh my God, so it was so bad. But I guess entertainment wise, it, yeah, it was way better for sure to laugh at. Yes, because mm. we were like right. the whole time like, whoa. Yeah, but if you had to give like if these are the only two movies up for an Oscar, uh. <laughs> I would give it to Tesla. Okay, <laughs> like I would never even consider <laughs> this hillbilly movie for an award. So the child actor in this movie is perhaps the worst child actor i don't even remember his name it's so bad what's his fucking jd yeah jd oh my god <laughs> so the story is they live in fucking some podunk in the hills of fucking they're hillbillies yeah and what yeah. fucking they live arkansas in, um, it can't be arkansas no one no, does anything they in live in uh it doesn't matter okay they fucking they're hillbillies and it's like generations of fucking alcoholic hillbillies <laughs> glenn close is the grandma amy adams is the mom jd I don't know his name, the actor's name, mm-hmm. is The Sun. So the story, I guess, is it's a book written by J.D., like in real life. He wrote this book, and apparently it was a bestseller or something. Mm-hmm. That's why I got made into this movie. But the story is like he is like in law school now. Like Yale he's going to law school, Yale Law School. And like he came out of the, the depths of the hillbilly trash whites and rose mm-hmm. to the ranks of but he's an outsider and, and like he feels so out of place you know mm-hmm. at yellow law school but it flashes back so it goes to like he's a fucking adult trying to mingle to get a job after graduating from law school all the way to him now he's a kid being raised by amy adams who's very abusive to him and stuff but he loves her and and they have all this like they have very, they hit the the loyalty head very strongly. Yeah. Of like we fucking mm. don't give we don't rat each other out. We do things our way. We're hillbillies. Yeah. This thing there's so much cheese in this movie. It's so incredible <laughs> cheese. <laughs> it's I mean I almost recommend it just so you can laugh at it. It's so fucking like I can't believe that was the take. Is is every uh, yeah. fucking scene I'm like that's the take they used like for real. Oh I know. It's so it's embarrassing that this thing exists. <laughs> That no one was like, I don't know if this is coming together, you know. Right. Like, no is this really? <laughs> they were probably, you know, really deep on their fucking budgetary. I mean, I just feel so bad because Amy Adams always goes full yeah. fucking force in all of her roles. And she does it in this one, too. But it's like the juxtaposition of her with this JD kid is so He's jarringly so... bad. I mean, it's. I mean, he's so bad. He fucking is always crying. He he, he gets beat up constantly. He's like doing prat falls all over the place. <laughs> he sulks around. He looks like. I mean, I don't know why they didn't get a Down syndrome kid he to play him instead because it would have been more Down sympathetic. Yeah. He looks like he has Down syndrome, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. So you have no sympathy for him. <laughs> Just get a Down syndrome kid yeah. to play this role. I don't care about who wrote it or whatever. Rewrite it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True yeah. story. Down syndrome kid goes to yell. I'll watch that movie. <laughs> It's so bad. He's such a fucking puss bag, you know? But the old version of him, the older actor, he sucks too. Oh, they all suck. He's like TV movie actor good. (laughs) Like, it's like every scene that he's in Mm. with his girlfriend is... Talking on the phone like, I didn't think... Now do you still want to be with me now that you know that my mom overdosed on heroin? I didn't think so. (laughs) Like, doesn't let her answer. It's like, what? Like, it's so over the top. Why are you acting like a fucking Uh, child right now so he goes to this yale (laughs) law school dinner to like mingle with potential people to hire him for their law firm and he sits at this fucking table oh my god this is the best part and this is right at the beginning he tells them like a story or whatever 
And then like one of the guys was like, oh, so you're like a real redneck. And then he looks at him dead serious. He goes like, <laughs> we don't use that term. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you, seriously offended. Yes. I'm like, like you might oh as well God. have just called us all N words right now. Right. To a potential like boss. He says this too. He's always like so fucking surprised or whatever. Like, oh, they're never going to want me because of my fucking hillbilly background or whatever. He's like, no, it's because you're being an asshole, dude. Like, you're not, yeah. you're not fucking playing. You're not like yeah, he's being like, interpersonally my mom was pleasant. Second in her class, smartest person I know. Yeah, smarter than all like, of you at this table. What the fuck? Everyone's like, all dude. right, dude. Like, sounds, sounds they're funny. not being rude to him at all. They're yeah. not like, oh, yeah. you're just a redneck bitch. They're like trying to be like playful. Yeah. They're trying right, to... some sort of camaraderie. Yeah. I can't believe he got triggered by Redneck. Like, are we all supposed to sympathize with him right there? <laughs> I like, know. Go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> you are. Yeah. There's so many, like, Pratt folly scenes in this movie. Because, like, there's, like, those very cliche scenes of him getting along with his mom. Then one little thing happens, and then she's yelling at him, and she's slapping him and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, like, a dysfunctional family sort of scenario. There's oh, one definitely scene... a dysfunctional mm-hmm. family. There's one scene where they're in a fucking souvenirs shop or like a gas station mart <laughs> store or whatever yeah and they're just like being a little playful and then he's like hey hey mom like he's looking at football cards and like he's like hey mom, my favorite's Dion sanders or whatever and he's like and she's like do it do the thing and he like does this weird like step like he's actually like a football player and he knocks over mm-hmm. this <laughs> he knocks over like this stand of cards or whatever and it falls on the ground and he's like, oh, like, like, really like, oh, I <laughs> fucked up. And then the fucking store owner, his line is one line in the movie. He fucking is like so upset. He goes, hey, pick up, pick that up. There's no dancing in this store. Yeah, he's like so pissed. <laughs> There's no dancing in this store. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the line. a rule that we have. No dancing. Read the sign. <laughs> so fucking dumb. So they're all hanging out at home, and then like her boyfriend at the time or whatever comes home with a, a new puppy. Oh, this is there's so many scenes where you're like, "What's happening?" Right, it's like it blows by you. Like, yeah, the tone is like so <laughs> over the top and because, all over the place. Yes, because they get this new puppy. This is minute one of having this dog okay yeah he sits it on the ground and starts running around the house and they're like whoa it's the slap they're like chasing after like they can't catch this new brand new puppy they can't catch it he fucking turns the corner he fucking slams into the dishwasher or whatever like he fucking they just can't catch this puppy and then amy adam's like don't let it pee on the floor get him outside and then of course it runs in the bat uh bedroom and it starts peeing on the floor and she has a mental fucking breakdown. She's, She's like, like, I will fucking kill that dog. And then he, and then he, JD, grabs the dog. He's like, no. is <laughs> <laughs> terrible acting. Yeah. Don't kill this new dog that I just fucking met. I mean, literally has taken 10 steps into this family. And then, and then. She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just like fucking around. Like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm okay. It's whatever. The dog peeing yeah. on the ground. Like, immediately is relieved. <laughs> and then JD, because he's all fucking clumsy as fuck, trips and breaks like all these like Easter eggs <laughs> that they've been like working on painting and shit. And then she fucking <laughs> goes through the roof and is seriously mad at him. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, one of the scenes that was truly disappointing in uh, its accuracy, I feel, since this movie was so accurate is 
you know, his mom's a serious addict. Uh-huh. Um, and when and he's back there because she's just had an overdose. I mean, like hours before. And she's been to rehab already at this point. And she's gotten and she's been released. And now it's like he tried to get her back into rehab. Yeah. And she wouldn't stay because it's too expensive or whatever. And she's like, no, I'll just stay at this motel. Right. So first of all, they've been dealing with her like this for a very long time. So they should be cued into sort of like addict behavior. Yeah, you know? the lying, the trickery. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he's like, hey, Ma. He literally opens the door. They just get there. I'm going to go to the store and get some Funyuns and like some other shit. You do want something. No, I'm going to go to the store. Do you want anything? She goes, she I want a bunch of Funyuns. Okay. <laughs> so he's he leaves her alone in this hotel room awesome decision right off the bat when he comes back she's in the bathroom attempting to shoot up so he had to have been Mm -hmm. gone for at least i mean i'm saying if there's a if there's a vending machine downstairs he's gone for at least four minutes the first thing she would have done is going to the bathroom and shoot up. That would have been, I mean, she's... I think he actually went to the store, though. But because she, he came back with plastic bags. Right. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's bananas. It, it yeah. None of it makes sense because she is, I'll tell you right now, she's waiting for him to leave. Yeah. Like, as an <laughs> addict. Like, yeah. you would be fucking shot up, done, fucking already high. It wouldn't be like... He caught her, like, yeah. almost <laughs> Cat, injecting yeah, the needle. Like, even when she heard him open the front door, there's no excuse to not have that in your veins before he gets to the bathroom door. There's just no excuse. It's very upsetting to me. Like, she knows exactly how long (laughs) she has. Yeah. It's just, it's so unrealistic. Every single scene in this movie that (laughs) tries to play for emotion is hilarious. (laughs) It has the same vibe as, like, those, those Christian movies. Yes. You know, oh, except there's nothing yeah. Christian about Pure it. flicks. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's directed by Ron Howard <laughs> and it stars Amy Adams. I mean, it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What happened? There's what this happened? scene with him and his girlfriend where he says, hey, can you pass the syrup? And she's oh like, oh, my God. The what? <laughs> she's like so confused. <laughs> well, I couldn't understand the word that you said. Yeah. The syrup. No, it's syrup. It's syrup. Like she couldn't fucking translate fuck syrup yourself. to syrup. Yeah, and we're we're like that's the same word. I mean, you're basically slightly emphasizing the why. Well, it's like yeah, he's saying it wrong, but it's like you know what he's saying. You're you're <laughs> eating pancakes. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's well, currently okay, eating pan like <laughs> he's making pancakes right now. The what? <laughs> What were like that's the best the writer could do to think of like a hillbilly word that someone would call him out for not yeah. being like the right English oh word. Oh my god. Here's the thing. I was listening to episode whatever, last week's episode, and uh in it I don't remember the context, but Jordan says uh chimchurri sauce. <laughs> and Morgan goes, What? <laughs> what are you what are you saying? And he's like, chimichurri sauce? And she goes, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's the same That's thing. I was like, you couldn't. I remember. That I actually do remember that, that, I that happening. Remember that. I probably had the same reaction as I'm having now to this syrup conversation. Like, you know exactly what the fuck I said. Chim, you know what? Churry, chim, chiminy, that like, chim, and even chiminy, as you're repeating chim, it, you're like, chiru. like you, yeah, you repeat it back, and it still doesn't like register in your brain. Like, what the fuck he could possibly be talking about? You didn't go. You mean chimichurri sauce? <laughs> you, you just go. What are you saying? <laughs> 
That's fucking dope. Oh my god. We're fucking hillbillies over here. I watched a movie directed by Ron Howard as well. Rush? <laughs> no, no. I watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Nice. It is so it's good. I really like the movie. I watched it with uh with with the kids. Underrated. It is super underrated and but but I will say it's only because I mean Jim Carrey definitely carries the movie. I mean everyone else in it is pretty pretty meh. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all know the story. It's it's whatever, but I they, they do some cool shit with it, but it's it's just Jim Carrey's performance. If it had been anybody else, the movie probably wouldn't have been very good. And you're not a Jim K a Jim Carrey fan. Yeah, Jamal doesn't like Jim Carrey very much. This is such bullshit, but I love Jim Carrey. This is the only Jim Carrey movie that he likes. I love Jim Carrey. All right, let's get that out of the fucking way. But anyways, the movie's fucking great. It's fucking funny. We've been quoting it around the house. And it's the holidays. Definitely watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Movie movie read all the week. <laughs> it's uh it's good. <laughs> I like that movie. And I haven't seen it for a long it's, time. It's fucking he's fucking funny in it. He's fucking there was a there's a line in it which I never understood until I was like searching for like Grinch gifts or or gifs if you're that fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And in the gifts they have uh fucking there's subtitles. Uh-huh. To, you know, explain what the fuck he's saying. Yeah. There's a line in the movie where he says where he's looking at his schedule. Even if I wanted to go to this this award ceremony, my schedule wouldn't allow it. And he opens it up and he says he's reading it. And he's like, four o'clock, wallow in self pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, jazzercise. <laughs> but but the way he says it is like jazzercise, which I just yeah. thought was like ja ja ja. Like he's just <laughs> like whatever. But he's saying jazzercise, and I thought it's it's even funnier now. Yeah, no, Jim Carrey sells the whole fucking movie. It's on his yeah, fucking back it's great. for sure. You want to bring up another movie before I jump away from movies, even though there's more movies we need to talk about. Yeah, sure. Uh, watched. Um, Moonstruck. Nick Cage. Share. Nick Cage. Top five Nick Cage for sure. Yeah, it's a good movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's funny. The dad in the movie is fucking so funny. His performance in it is fucking hilarious. This movie also uh, uh, a co-star is uh, Danny Aiello, mm-hmm. who I, I don't know if you guys saw my Snapchats I did. last night. Oh, I did. But yes. holy fuck, Ian and I were having a blast. Oh my god, dude, you were spot with on. Danny Aiello's face. Spot on. Spot on as fuck. I was so. I mean, they, these were all. I was. I, I want to just put on record for you guys that those were all Ian's discoveries. Like we're watching okay. the movie, and he's like, he first he said he kind of reminds me of Gary, our mm-hmm. uncle Gary, and I was like, holy fuck, yeah, it kind of does. And then when he said it's like a mixture of Kai, our cousin, and Gary, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's exactly what it is. Holy fuck. That made me laugh pretty hard. And that's uninteresting for everybody else. But but then he goes, if you look at the bottom half of his face, he's Kevin from The Office. And sure enough, spot on. And then the top half, which I which I will submit that is it is it is the weaker of all of the comparisons, but it's still there. The top half of his face is Christian Bale. Yeah, and that one I did just, have a harder time insane. being sold on the Christian Bale piece. I think if that had been presented to you first, it may not have been, but the other ones are so starkly on point. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe don't end with the weakest. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> but that shit was just fucking yeah. hilarious. Whole whole new di- dimension to to Moonstruck for me. 
But yeah, if you haven't seen Moonstruck, I, I, I recommend it. It's good. I have a, a Morgan is wondering that I thought maybe you guys yeah. we could just discuss yeah. briefly. Jordan, I believe I've brought this up to you, but it struck me again. Okay. Uh, now that Jamal is familiar with Casey and JoJo yeah. in all my life, um, there's yeah. a lyric where he goes, I promise to never fall in love with a stranger. Why would you make that promise? Are you marrying a family? Are you supposed to marry a family member? Who else would you <laughs> fall in love with other than a stranger? I think he means I think, like love at first sight sort of thing. Right. Like, I promise. Oh, I because just once met you get you, to know someone, they're no longer a stranger. Who would you promise that to? <laughs> That's a good point. Himself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like one of those like values you hold. I'll never fall I in just, love with a stranger. I really started singing along to the lyrics and I was like, God damn, that doesn't make any sense to me. He just needed something to add up because it's, I promise to never fall in love with a stranger. <laughs> like, don't think I promise to never fall in love, period. Yeah. Okay. It's with a stranger. Some fucking Joe Schmo on the street. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your inputs on that. That's the input I got. I'll continue. That. Maybe I'll rap genius it. Yeah. Do you think it's on rap genius? Um, well, Rap Genius doesn't exist anymore. Now it's just <gasps> Genius. It's just Genius.com. They're rebranded, and they've—they're all genres. They've swallowed up almost the way Rotten Tomatoes has swallowed up the movie scene. Yeah. Genius has swallowed up the music lyrics lame. scene. Yeah. So I wanted to just quickly mention this. <laughs> I don't know. A couple quickies right here. <laughs> We're all familiar with the the Masked Singer, <laughs> the, the show, of the Masked Singer. Of course. And then they came out with. Uh, can you what is it? I can, can see you, your voice. I can see I can your see voice. Your voice. <laughs> okay. Yep. These are Nick Cannon classics. Uh-huh. And then uh newest, newest show that Fo- Fox is just churning these out. Why not? Newest one. Wait, why'd you say Nick Cannon? He hosts. He's, he's, hosts. he's, he's hosting them. I thought it was Ken Jung. Nope. No, he's he, no, he's a judge. He's Ken Jung. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's the Simon Cowell of the masked singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All his fucking singing experience. (laughs) (laughs) So, newest one, newest Fox show, uh, hosted by Craig Robinson, The Masked Dancer. Oh, I haven't heard of this one. God, dude. What the fuck? What? Why? So is this the same as the Masked Singer, but with dancing? Well, I've never seen the the show actual show. I've never seen it. Are episode. they wearing insane costumes? Yeah, but they're less uh, in, uh, encumbering because yeah. they got to dance now. Right. Yeah. That's what so I'm they're wondering. wearing costumes and they're dancing, and I'm just like, are is it seriously like there's judges trying to guess who is dancing? Yes. Right now. That's what's happening. Like what? What sort Why? of fucking. <laughs> Like, where do you start to <laughs> guessing? Well, yeah. I felt that way about the Their weight, singer. maybe. I'm like, I, I don't even know. It's very true. Why this is? But at least, you, at least, you, you can, can hear, their, hear voice. their voice. You're now sort of under you can like see their voice. seven thousand pounds of fucking right. disguise. I mean, nobody knew who Lil Wayne was. That's not their fault. He's a he's a heavy auto tune user. You know. Yeah, well, I uh, mean, I mean, he has a recognizable voice. I mean, the it's only re- yeah the recently, range <laughs> of guesses on that one episode we saw for like one person is just it's just stupid. Well, the range is any celebrity. It, that's what I'm saying. So, like, one judge will be like, "I think it's Sean White, the Olympic snowboarder." <laughs> yeah, this has got to be Tom Brady. Yeah, it's like. It's like 
Okay. <laughs> and I think it's uh, Lil Kim. You know, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's so dumb. It is garbage. Yeah. But the mass dancer, I'm just like, how low are they going? The mass dancer? No, I, I understand. And I, to me, nothing would shock me at this point based on the one episode we saw of The Mass Singer and the audience reaction to how, that episode. How much they eat it up? I mean, I did not realize that there's clearly a market for just retard television. Retard tele- I mean, truly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. nonsensical uh, <laughs> it's like i try not to be judgmental as funny as that that might sound but it's real hard when it comes to this shit yeah i mean it, i just i if someone could write in who's a fan of the masked singer and explain to me how it's even remotely entertaining i already understand than, i already under, i already know the response it's just fun television it's just fun. yeah oh, yeah all right what is what do you think will be the next step like where do they go from here the masked hang fucking, glider. The masked hang glider. <laughs> the, ma- <laughs> the masked fucking janitor. I don't know. Like, it doesn't the, fucking matter. Like it, they could do. I feel like you're gonna get like. I can see your lips sinking or something. The masked like that, you know what I mean? author. Right. I could smell your farts or something. Like it's. Like, yeah, yeah. What celebrity's <laughs> fart is this? Yeah. It's fucking heading in that direction for sure. I just want to say this because I I kind of forgot but um to tease the next episode uh-huh. this is episode one 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 yes next week jamal is gonna do another hosting woo, gig woo. he's gonna run be the showrunner yeah, yeah. on next week's episode Jamal's wop number two. so i'm gonna be hands off and jamal's gonna be the driver all right so we we haven't yeah, done this i don't drive <laughs> yeah jamal's Very last scary. one he did was was it 105 jamal's wop yeah. 103, wet, I think. 103, wet-ass podcast. Wild yeah. or, or whack-ass podcast. Whack-ass podcast. And so we're going to do it again. Jamal's remote, so... Uh, new new uh, hurdles for me. But I'm excited to see what Jamal comes with. He always brings heat, so no pressure there. Okay, guys. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So look forward to that. Morgan, do we have any emails this week? We sure do. Ooh. We have an email titled deep meat oh hell yeah i like it question have aliens ever been to earth jerry cherry that's so fucking it's just short and sweet this is the opposite <laughs> of Trey. it's like almost like it's the same thing yeah. Trey would ask but like with just like yeah no to the point on it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think they have. Um, but this is another one of those things. Uh, we got into it a little bit on last week's episode about how ancient civilizations. I don't give a fuck about. If you're trying to convince me that aliens have been here before, um, sure. Like, but I, I, I am not convinced by any of the evidence that I've seen. Nor do I have the the energy to really dig deep into it myself. Sure. So it's like, sure, you mm-hmm. can dismiss me not believing it and being like, oh, you just haven't fucking checked it out. Sure, fine. Yeah. But I tend to not believe it either only because why I feel like we would have known what the and why why would they come? They have to have a reason to come, don't they? And I feel like we would know that well, reason. Well, to understand the intentions of what an alien does or does not want is not it is possible that I just an feel alien like species it'd be came weird here and then do a drive by, you know. Well, the thing is is like 
yes, I believe I believe there's other intelligent life out there just by fucking probability. Mm-hmm. I think that's possible. Right. But the fact that I mean, if just as us being an intelligent species, as we self claim, <laughs> if we came across another intelligent species, we would be obsessed with it. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Why why are they not fucking that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The idea that they're just like passive observers, yeah. like we're like lab rats, is just sort of like, that's your, yeah. I don't know, you're sort of. I mean, maybe they fucking are communicating hard with bees or some shit. And we just, we're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With bees. <laughs> but yeah, but, but like what you said, like we're an intelligent species, so we claim. Maybe we're just fucking blind to their fucking. We're not part of their own belt. Exactly. Right. Well, I, th- I think that's what they fucking claim, the people who believe that they have come. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, sure. And even like if they came before like Earth had a species on it or something, mm-hmm. then they have, the ca- they have the capability to fucking galaxy jump then. Yeah. And I feel like unless they yeah. are the fucking Star Trek people who like don't fuck with species who haven't discovered fucking hyperdrives yet or whatever yeah which mm-hmm. would be incredibly odd yeah that I don't they know. would be exactly like the star trek people especially i feel like they would know that we're trying to reach out yeah and that it would give us something and there's been nothing so right. it's like i agree no they they realize we're a we're a volatile fucking violent not unified okay. race and they're like we're gonna give them time we're gonna let them cook on it a little bit we'll get their shit together and then we'll make contact so you, that's what you actually believe? No, but <laughs> it's possible, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I guess I'm just, I'm on the side of what's probable. I mean, to me, if they were here, they're curious. And if they're curious, they wouldn't just dip. Yeah, that's that's sort of the camp I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And come in the dark and stuff or whatever. I don't know. But I could be 100% wrong and that would not surprise me either. It wouldn't surprise you if we had actually encountered aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it would. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Unflappable, Morgan. <laughs> Indifferent. All right. Well, thanks for the email. Readfellas at gmail.com. Send us your pics of Sprite Cranberries. <laughs> Morgan, do you have a story about getting a nail in your car do you want to tell or is it not a non-story? Oh, it's kind of a non-story. <laughs> but um my I just fa- thought white eagles in- were involved, so that <laughs> was were. interesting. They were. So um Jordan oh god. I don't know what's worse. Jamal not having a driver's license or Jordan refusing to have an operable car. Uh it's quarantine times, it's not necessary. It's frustrating to me. So it's frustrating. It's been frustrating twice. Yes. In these past that's 10 months. So <laughs> I noticed that my tire pressure alarm light thing was on. And so I looked at all my tires and I was like, there's a nail in that tire for sure. I can see it. And so I knew I had to go on site the next day early in the morning. And I was like, I'm scared to drive. I drive fast on the highways. Okay. You gotta understand. She ain't slowing down for nothing. And I didn't want my tire <laughs> to, to explode or some shit on the highway. So I'm like, there's a. So first, I'm like, I'm gonna take it to Subaru because that's where I always take it. They look at it immediately, like, and they fix it, mm-hmm. like, for They're free. closed. 
they're closed on Sundays apparently, which I feel like I've been there on a Sunday, so I don't know if they've now adjusted. Fourteen times limited hours. Exactly. So Mm. there's a Firestone tire. I mean, across the street from us, like it it is easily within walking distance. Mm -hmm. Closed quarantine times. Well, says it's open. (laughs) There's a sign on their door that says, uh, "We are." currently closed like unexpectedly and expect to open uh, the next day or whatever pandemic outbreak yeah so there's an outbreak so Mm. i had to go to the other firestone tire which is 10 miles away and so i had to take an uber back and forth because they were like yeah we have to leave your car until like 5 30 so i bought jordan a battery while i'm there because I'm like, I'm sick of this, him not having a car situation for these situations. So peep, gonna... this, peep this, Jamal. Peep this part of the story. Okay. All right. Peep this. All right. Now I'm tuned in. Okay. <laughs> so I buy a battery from this bitch. And she's like, okay, so we'll just have him put it in the back of your car for when you come pick it up. And I was like, well. And she's explaining to them, right, that this is a battery not for the car that is here. Well, obviously. I'm buying a battery for a different car. For a different car. So that my husband can drive me back here because I'm going to have to take an Uber right now. And she's like, wait, like what? I don't fully like, I don't understand. They're heavy. Yeah. She goes, (laughs) they're heavy. And I'm like, well, is it, is it like crazy heavy? Like I wouldn't be able to carry it. Without you know, a forklift? Yeah. Like, because I'm going to take this Uber, and the idea is that then we would install this battery in the non-functioning car at my home, and then I would get a ride back here. And she's like, I mean, I wouldn't – I don't really like carrying them. They're kind of awkward to carry. And I'm like – Someone has to carry it to the back of the car. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> well – I'm about to – I mean, all I'm doing is getting into a different car. Like, is this a feasible option? And she's like, mm, like, no. And finally, I mean, seriously, first of all, she had she could not understand my plan here. Like, yeah. do you understand how this is saving me an Uber trip? Apparently, it's just not – it's not possible for her to understand that yeah. because I explained it multiple times <laughs> and uh and so i just said fuck it put it in the back because i don't know i've never bought a car battery i didn't know if it was 700 pounds or like i, I mean i i don't know yeah i was pretty baffled when morgan came home without a battery <laughs> i was like she's explaining to me that she ended up bailing on that the actual plan yeah and i was yeah. like because i couldn't deal with this bitch anymore she was like not letting yeah. me do it yeah, and I totally get that. Like, I, I feel like if I was in your shoes, I maybe – I don't think I would have done – I would probably have been like, give, it give, me. give me the battery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I was just so like, what? You just left it there? I don't think she would have said it to you. Yeah, I was just like – Because for, you're a man. Forget it. So like, then, carry it. So yeah. then I call an Uber, and <laughs> it says – oh, shit. For driver's White name. Eagle. Driver name. White Eagle is coming oh. to pick you up. and i'm like kind of nervous he has a good rating but i'm like white eagle like to me i'm thinking this is like white dragon like <laughs> like a white supremacist like shaved head jordan type character oh no and uh-huh. uh he no steal you away he's, he's an indian he, he's an indian character <laughs> white that's eagle. what i was thinking yeah Na- and, native american ex- yes my apologies <laughs> and um and he was like super into books. And like Jamal here in this in our podcast pick is a Native American Jamal. <laughs> yeah, his name is White. 
His name's White Eagle. And so... I look like Louis (laughs) C.K. We start talking about books, and he starts telling me about how he worked at Black Hawk Casino, Mm -hmm. and his name is White Eagle, and we laughed about that for a second. And then, because he was, like, making reference to having worked at a casino... And his name is White Eagle. I decided to be like, so I just read Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. <laughs> and he had no idea. Do you know them? <laughs> he had no fucking idea what I was talking about. And so it got And you real... were fucking shocked. Like, there's no way you don't know about it. You well, like reading? Your name's White Eagle? What the I fuck? I know. Well, and it's a very popular book, you know? So I just, I don't know. I'd never heard of it. And so I just, uh, I got real uncomfortable and... Uh, White eagle, weird. black hawk. It's two birds. Yeah, killing two birds with one exactly solitary one stone. <laughs> so that's all. Callback. Anyway, my fucking tire pressure light is still on, but apparently it's fixed. So I've just been driving on it. Yay! Hmm. Hooray! And I needed the car on Tuesday because mm-hmm. I had a dentist appointment. Woo! Dentist story coming up. We know there is an old school dentist story. The closing clip on this episode will be the other dentist story that happened uh, six months ago, I guess. That's the right answer. But yes, I got a brand new one for you. (laughs) Going back to the dentist for a cleaning. Uh, They got to do x-rays this time as well, which the fucking x-rays to me, they seem to be a little loose with them. They they freak me out a little bit, especially since... They're shooting it's a hack x-rays thing. at your face. Yeah, they put a big lead vest on you and yeah. putting x-rays on you. And the like the one, you know, they're kind of like angled, so they're going like off yep. to the side, off to the side. But the last one was directed <laughs> up directly in at my face. Brain. Like it was directly at my brain. <laughs> I and I was a little bit oh like, my God. Jesus. Like, is this really happening? <laughs> <laughs> I know. They, I feel like they're they so used to giving too. x-rays that they don't give a fuck where they're shooting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is going at my my brain on me. Like, <laughs> I know. It's, it is always But my non-confrontational, scary. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I, was, like, I guess this is the shot you need. I guess, sh- yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way that didn't pass through my brain. Anyways. I mean, I think you're fine. <laughs> it's just you don't want to do that a lot. Well, that's what I've been telling myself so, <laughs> for sanity. I mean, it's the yeah. same reason why, like, you also don't want to get an x-ray when you're pregnant. But I'm pretty sure if you do it once, it's probably fine. So then they did something. So they have a screen up where I can see everything that they're doing. Like they have, so every x-ray they're taking, the x-ray pops up on the screen Uh that I can see. This is new. I haven't seen this before. Usually they do have a screen, but they're like, do you want to watch something? What channel would you like? Oh, I've never been asked Want to put on some music? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I can zone out. I'm going in my head. Do what you got to do. That's crazy. But this time up, I can see my x-rays and I'm kind of like, it's fine to see the x-ray, but then she takes a fucking hand camera and she's like pulling my lips and she's like putting a camera down my throat and I can see the inside of my mouth. Like she's like looking. You're saying she took a hand camera. Like a fucking. Like a fucking. Like a scope. Like a handy cam. It looks like like an electric toothbrush almost. Yeah. But it has a camera on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's putting this, it's a little thick, so she's like really kind of getting, and she has to get some, you know, some gappage. A little bit of uh, right. It can't just be up against the tooth, you know. You gotta kind of pull the lip way out so you can get some. What the hell? I've never experienced. I've never either. But maybe it's because they don't. For some reason in my head, I'm like, is this because they don't want to be like too close to people's mouths? Is it at the very beginning? And I'm thinking, is she gonna do like? Is she gonna scrape my teeth from like? (laughs) 
to be far away so she doesn't get corona, you know? And she's going to view it all through the camera. Yeah. So, like, she's not going to use her eyes. She's going to do camera and look at the screen. I was like, that that would be a... Like a surgeon. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know what, I still to this day don't know what the reason for the camera shots were. She was snapping pictures. But the funny part was she was like doing it and my tongue, because I can see it. Yeah. And my tongue is just naturally yeah. going towards and like blocking my teeth. Yeah. And she's like, can you move your tongue over? Like, move uh-huh. your tongue. By the way, it's not the same lady, the very loud, very fun black lady. little short black woman I had yeah. last time. It's a very, Aww. she's a lot taller by comparison. A uh, very quiet, like Indian oh, woman. I wish I would have had a quiet woman. So she's fucking putting, and she's like, "Can you move your uh, your tongue over, like, to the other side of your mouth?" And I'm like, "I'm really like, I'm trying to." Yeah. But the more I'm looking at the screen, the more I'm realizing I can't do it. <laughs> like I can't move my tongue. I've never had the, I've never had a dentist be like, "We got a real problem with your tongue." Before I, I'm fucking I'm the best patient, you know. Oh, like, they tell sure, me to move my sure. tongue all the time. And I'm realizing, oh, it's because I'm looking at this screen. Yeah. And as, as soon as I looked away from the screen, I was able to fucking get my tongue away. Right. But I couldn't simultaneously look at the screen. I can see that. I don't know why I can picture that being an issue, but I can. It's 100% an issue. It's like it's like you're seeing it where it is, and so your brain is like misfiring because like, it's in your it. fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, yeah. it's like, where is it? You know, like you you don't you're not used to like looking. Yeah, it's reversed. Is yeah. everything weird happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's just like he 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 has a mind of its own. He <laughs> very quiet. <laughs> and then Yuck. I don't want your tongue to have a mind uh, of its own. But no, she was actually mm. she was actually too quiet because there were times where she was like, "Can you tell your head?" Oh, and I was like. Tell my hair where? Yeah. Like, yeah, like now you I couldn't to. hear. Her. Oh, yeah, I thought. And yeah, her face is behind yeah. a sh- um, face shield. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant just like yeah. not talkative. No, she was just qu- like I had. Yeah, I had volume. to focus to really get. Like, I, I don't like that. Like mm-hmm. if it was my first time at the dentist, I think I would have to say what a lot. Yeah. But since I kind of know the routine, <laughs> right? I could. I could pick this up. This is why I use my outside voice inside on the telephone. This is the exact. Yeah, you don't need to do that though. I know, but I still do. The phone can hear you loud and clear. That's what fucking old people do. She talks my, on the phone like an old woman. My dad. Whoa. So my dad That's a problem, homie. really speaks loudly into the phone. Genetic. And I remember being like, <laughs> what Heritable. in the actual fuck, dude? Like, this is the decibels. <laughs> what in the actual fuck? I'm going to do that. No. But then yeah. <laughs> I specifically remember when I started working at CH... And it's the first time that I really had a lot of conference calls. And there is nothing more frustrating than not being able to hear someone over a conference call. And so ever since then, I've projected really a lot into the phone. Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. But also I feel like it, especially with work stuff, it actually makes me feel like what I'm – it helps me – not second guess myself. Makes like it I, powerful. It gives you power. Exactly. It gives yeah. me power to do it that way. And I also think it's partially heritable. So I think it's all of those things going on. Probably, yeah. And more power to it. You know, if it, that's what makes you feel strong <laughs> in a room, fucking go but, for it. I mean, I'm yelling on I'm the glad I'm not on the other end is all I'm saying. <laughs> 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 I would be talking mad shit about – if I was your coworker, I'd talk mad shit about you. Really? Yeah, not not to make it self-conscious. <laughs> Are you being serious? I'm gonna ask them. I'm I like ser- how you're like more power to you. But- I'm seriously gonna ask if like I yell. I mean, no, cause... you shouldn't stop what you're doing. 
because you fucking I've I've made reference to the fact that I speak loudly on the phone and yeah, no but, one has been like no you don't but other people have volume <laughs> control like they can up yeah. and down it especially yeah. everyone's soloed they're like Morgan's yeah. calling so let me turn it all the way down yeah exactly <laughs> it's more it's more crazy Special settings it's more crazy for the other people in the room with you Oh, so like yeah. other on the other end, it probably sounds fine because it, it, the phone does what it does and it's going to sound. <laughs> okay. But like other like I can't imagine what other people like in your office were thinking, <laughs> like back when you were in office. Because I'm definitely like Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am loud on the phone. Like it they could hear true. you if you weren't on the phone with them, <laughs> yeah. wherever they are. Yeah. It is true. There's old people that would come into Diamond Gyms. And they would fucking have their phone on speakerphone and be yelling at their phone, having full blown conversations. Oh, see, I would never do that. Oh yeah, no, you're 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 better than that apparently. But so yeah, so she's talking all quiet, <laughs> <laughs> like she's not you on on, uh-huh. on the phone. Mm-hmm. And fucking, I'm trying to answer a question. You know, they always ask you questions when you're sitting in there, and you're like, I've I've made it a point to where if they have something actively in the, in my mouth and it's not a yes or no question that they ask me. Don't answer. I don't answer. And Good I, for you. Once they take it, the thing out, I'll answer the question. Good for you. So That's a great move. She yeah. asks, what kind of toothbrush do you use? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She means electric or. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't think that at first. <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't come into my mind. She just asks me, what kind of toothbrush do you yeah. use? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm thinking, about like, I was like, like, what model of yeah. toothbrush? Col- like, and Col- I just Gate? say, like, I think it's Oral B, <laughs> soft. I say Oral B, soft. That was my answer. <laughs> yeah. No fucking way. Yes, it was. Are you serious? She's what like, what the type of toothbrush? Fuck. God is real. She's like, what type of toothbrush do you use? I was like, uh, Oral B, soft. <laughs> Get then, the fuck out of here. And then right as it comes out of my mouth. Uh, she goes, I think maybe she meant like electric or yeah. manual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She responds, Oral B. Ah, yes. I could tell you, you're doing a very good job. Oh. That was her response. What the fuck? Huh. She could tell I was using an Oral B toothbrush. That's cause, bullshit. Because uh, look at your mouth. My toothbrush is Oral B, and it's an electric toothbrush. Right. Oral B doesn't give you any information, <laughs> right. which is why I thought it was a weird question. I was like, what does it matter? I mean, the bristle strength thought. is definitely relevant. Of course. Honestly, I could, it couldn't have been an Oral B. I wouldn't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. I know it was soft. I know it's a soft toothbrush. I have no idea what the brand is. Sure. But I was just, I was shooting in the dark. That's insane. <laughs> That's fucking funny. And, and then she like, she compliments not to brag, but she's complimenting me on my lack of plaque. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Plaque lack. And, and she says, Yeah, plaque a lack. <laughs> she says, And you have less red gums compared to last time. Mm. And I thought that was a little like, I was like, nice. Wait, 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 wait. How you, do you know that? You were not here last time. Yeah. And I know you're not doing some AB comparison right now yeah. between last time and this time because she was oral so. Oral B, oral A. Because she's also <laughs> commenting on how I have baby teeth and she's like, what? You, these are still baby teeth? And she's so surprised because yeah, they always are. Yeah, seen your mouth before. Everyone's always yeah. so fucking surprised I still got baby teeth in my mouth. <laughs> well, it's an odd thing, Jordan. It's not. It's very odd. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know suck my nuts, whatever. I mean, when you first told me yeah, that, yeah. I was like, come again. Sure. Everyone loves it. So. <laughs> You're a but my point serial being, killer. My point being is that she wasn't like, wow, his gums are really red last time. She did. She hasn't looked at any of my last Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. It's just a weird, it's almost like she's just assuming 
that, oh, since it looks good now, it must be better than it was before. I'm like, bitch, my shit is constantly good. Mm-hmm. I got constant good mouth, okay? Right. This is fucking- You're re- offended by the compliment. I was offended that she, she she made the assertion that it wasn't good before. Right. I'm like, fuck that. I I stay flossed. Yeah. Well, based on the, the, la- the, you know, the previous comments, I feel like she's just trying to a- appear more competent than, than, than maybe she actually is. Oh, yes, Oral-B, I can tell. <laughs> and then she's just making up shit about your, your dental history. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little like, okay, maybe she's just making convo. And she's got this camera. She's not even close. Like, she, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, camera in my... Why do you got a camera in my mouth? It's never happened to me before. Take x-rays. You got x-rays. Where? Why do you got to take real pictures? <laughs> that is very weird. <laughs> I've never had that happen. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I would have been like, what are you doing? And the fact that it's the first time that this has happened to you, the, the the pictures being taken, it's not like she she saw old pictures of your red-ass gums, you know? Yeah. No, those don't exist. It's insane. I mean, unless the only comment that she read on your chart said something about your red gums, but I highly <laughs> doubt it. No, I doubt it too because my shit was fucking great right. last time. That's the right answer last time, right. you know? exactly. She was fucking stoked right. on how good my flossing was. Like, so, it, the only time that should be the only comment in your chart is if you have really fucked up gums. Which gingivitis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the dentist comes in, which he didn't last time. I didn't get a dentist visit <laughs> last time, but full price. Nice. He comes in this time, and, uh, you know, dentists get the, the, ex- they get the exclusive face and head touching. Yes. Because they're screening you for, like, cancer, I guess. I think. Mouth cancer and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've rubbed the back of your, they give you a little back head massage and they're rubbing your jawline mm-hmm. and stuff. It's nice. Which I was thinking like, what if like a hygienist started doing that? I wonder if I'd like freak out. Like, cause you're very aware that this is the doctor in the, in the building. Let them touch my head now. Yeah. I think that I probably wouldn't think twice about it. I would think about it. I would, probably wouldn't stop them, but I would definitely be like, <laughs> where's the doctor? They're not qualified to yeah. touch my head. <laughs> you did uh, let them fucking shoot your brain with x-rays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was definitely. I would rather have the doctor do that too, but I guess they're letting the lackeys yeah. <laughs> handle the yeah. the hardcore weaponry. The black lackeys. Yeah, exactly. The black lackeys. The fucking ending of this. She offers me fluoride coating on my teeth. It protects the enamel. I got this last time. She asked me, "Have you ever had fluoride coating before?" I was like, "I don't know." I have a bunch of times. I don't know. I didn't know what it yeah. was. Yeah. So I was like, "I guess not," because I just I didn't. I didn't know. Right. <laughs> I was like, is it that polish that they put on? Is that fluoride coating? No. But she's like, you know, you probably would have known. Like, do you, would you like it? It just protects your enamel more and stuff. I was like, yeah, sure, I yeah, guess. Yeah, as if it's a fucking free ass thing. Yeah, I was like, sure. Like, throw it on. They basically told me, because I didn't get it the time before, with the chatty, chatty McChat- McChatster. Yeah, chatty. Where I was chats. there for three fucking hours and I had somewhere to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, she was like, do you want to do fl-? I go, I have to go. I had to go. A long time ago, so we need to wrap this shit up. I was getting visibly angry, and uh, she was like, "Okay, well, next time you got it." So last time I was, I'm like, "Don't tell me when I. This is not a. This is an extra (laughs) service. This is not a. You have to." Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure, if you want to do it." She's like, "Okay, we got mint or melon." Yeah. And I was like, "Mint," because that's what goes in my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Right. She puts it on, it tastes like glue, like super glue. <laughs> it really does. And it feels it doesn't like, taste like mint. It feels like super glue is the is the more yeah. rev- relevant part. Well, it is glue. Is what, <laughs> you feel it on your teeth. It's rough glue on your teeth. And that's all it is. She like dips like a fucking cotton swab or something. Yeah. And then just like 
rubs that shit on the front of my teeth. She's like, there you go. It just tastes like fucking <laughs> glue. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you. But apparently it coats your teeth up. Yeah, usually I leave the dentist feeling all shiny and clean. No, I feel like a rough dirt grime on my yeah. mouth. You can't. She's yeah. like, don't eat or drink Riding anything for 30 up. minutes. Anything hot. But I go to pay. Like, I guess, yeah, like I'm paying for this shit. And my fucking insurance is really shitty. I've been meaning to like look at other dentists, but it's just such a fucking. Then you'll have to get new x-rays. No, actually, you can get them from the dentist. Yeah, they, they, they never honor previous I dentists. Know. They're always like, we'll we do have our, to take own our own x-rays. x-rays. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. They're a bunch of crooks yeah. over there. And then I got to get all the other the new people to be like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby teeth. Yeah, baby teeth. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's just going to a new dentist is such a fucking hard hill to climb that I'm like, whatever, I'll keep going to this one that doesn't fully, it's like a partial payment. You know, most insurances, they'll pay for two cleanings a year. Like it's all paid for. Nope. Mine's only partial. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I got $155 up in my HSA. I'm like, there's no way there's going to be more than 155 bucks. Fuck it. She's okay. And your total will be $164. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fucking great. (laughs) So I pay for it. She's like, want want a receipt? I was like, sure. I get the receipt. The fucking total was $121 after like what they assumed the insurance would pay. And then she just the charged fuck? me 160 and it says that they owe me 41 on the receipt. Like, I, we owe you $41. I always have... What the fuck? I always have weird as fuck billing shit with them. It's the so retarded. Like, I've had them send me checks. I've had them... I've had me owing more money later. Like... The billing is never correct. But I've never heard of we owe we owe, you overpaid. We have a credit. We, we and it's printed on the re- on the receipt. Yeah, you 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 uh we owe you forty one dollars. Yeah, it's right. It's well, odd. they don't know how much the insurance is going to pay, so they assume they assume making you overpay, and which is fucking weird. Right. I don't it know why they do that because they could just send me a bill for the difference, which exactly. most places right. do. Yeah, but I've had them do this yeah. before. I feel like. They like that money up front. Like seven months after a dentist <laughs> visit one time, all of a sudden I saw like a $7 credit in my bank account that they were like refunding me $7. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Just fucking, yeah, you should definitely do the underpayment and then get that shit later. This fucking. Right. I'm not lo- giving you a loan. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It is retarded. And it's another reason why I feel like I want to go to a different dentist. It's like, I shouldn't be paying you guys for these cleanings. This is ridiculous. Whatever. That's the fucking dentist story. <laughs> Nice. You're throwing it to you, Jamal. What do you got? This is a bit of a deflect, but I wanted to check in on Morgan's Nukazon proclivities. Ah, mm. uh, I feel like it's better. It was bad. It was bad last week and stuff after <laughs> we recorded the pod. It, it was, was. It was. Bad. Well, I wanted to say that a few, I think it was right when I got back from Denver, I had re-downloaded an app on my phone called, I don't know if you guys are aware of the game, Two Dots. It sounds mm. maybe familiar, yeah. but I don't know. You just connect dots and shit, and there's shit that happens and shit. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But anyways, I'm playing fucking two dots. Like, just to, you know, pass the time, whatever. And then I noticed I was fucking reading less. I was fucking... Mm-hmm. I would listen to podcasts and just do two dots. I'm like, what the... F-? And, and I did this probably for two, three weeks, to the point where it was like... Depressing. It became... It, depressing, but also like the main thing that I did that day. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, other things happened, but this was, like, the center of my universe for that day. So you know, you can relate. I can relate. I can, can definitely relate where it was just, like, I wanted to just escape. I just wanted to do that. And, but but I'm getting no real 
joy out of it. Right. But, but I, at the but time, I, it does compulsion. feel like that's exactly how I felt I was doing it, too. It's like this is something that's kind of occupying my mind. <laughs> like, yeah, it's and occupying I've my mind and my time and we're in quarantine. And I just kind of want to zone hard. Right. And for me, I mean, I didn't have a crazy day at all. It was just. <laughs> yeah. I'm big chilling, but which is can be stressful in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, the, the inner walls of your own mind. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, fuck this. I haven't been keeping up on my reading as much, which is I think really what pulled me out of it. It was like I feel like I haven't read as much this week or whatever, whatever it was. And and uh, so then I was like, okay, one morning I woke up because it would be like the first thing I would do before I like rolled out of bed <laughs> yeah. and then it would spill out into the rest of the day and shit. And then I just deleted the app, cold turkey, and uh. It, I don't miss it at all. It takes like mm-hmm. one day to break the cycle, yeah. I feel. You think like you're losing something big that you're going to miss, but it's really... Especially right before you, you do it. You quickly adapt. Oh, you're yeah. like, well, what am I going to do on my phone? like that? And the, you have the constant like thoughts that keep you from doing it. Maybe you've thought about doing it, but you don't do it. And then if, eventually you're just like, well, these are just thoughts. <laughs> Let me just try it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't miss this fucking thing at all. So I'm going to double down on my statement last time we talked about it, which is just cut it out of your life. All right. You're not going to miss it. Once once it's gone, gone, once all the traces of it are gone, you won't miss it at all. Well, I mean, she'll just jump back to her gems game. She just plays these matching gems, which is fine. I don't do that with the same fervor. Well, the reason why it's not as bothersome is like when you're in Nookazon, if 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 there needs to be something else... That needs to be done. You can't just drop what you're doing and do, do it. No, you're in the middle of a transaction yeah. where you're dependent upon right, other Right, because you're also depending on other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas I only have five lives on like my gem games, and when they're done, I, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like I'm buying Well, that's, that's another thing about two dots, that you have lives, but they're so good at like, watch this ad, and we'll give you another, oh, another life. Mm-hmm. So you just get sucked in, and you can play for fucking hours and hours. Or... You watch this ad, we'll give you an hour. Of, and then, not, then that next hour is like, okay, I can't, can't miss on this hour because the clock is always counting yeah. down on yeah, you know, when your gamed, lives are refilling. They've definitely done very good at gaming the human brain. Yeah, so exactly. on that gem game, I will sometimes win like 30 minutes free or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. obviously I can't do anything else for the next 30 exactly, minutes. Exactly, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, av- it's actively counting down right, right now. And how stupid would it be for me to give up this rare? Don't right. no, like, nobody bother me. We got thirty <laughs> minutes here. Yeah, and then by the time that thirty minutes is up, your your lives have revived themselves. There you go. And you're back in. You're back mm-hmm. in the cycle. And but then you're like, oh man. But then you I cut it out of your life, counts. and you don't give a fuck. Yeah. You don't give an act. You don't give a fuck at all. In fact, you're you're better off. You're happier. You're reading more. I'm speaking from experience. Hell Speaking yeah. of reading, R-E-A-D. Yeah, I have also been reading more. Oh, well, you mentioned that you read Killers of the Flower I Moon. I read Killers of the Flower Moon in about two sittings. Wow, wow, Jordan wow. made a comment that I'm a burst reader. What did mm. you call me? I think that was it. Like a like a <laughs> uh, yeah. you read in bursts. I re- I read a lot in, in <laughs> mad chunkage each sitting. And yeah, like if I'm digging a book, I'm gonna read all day until it's finished essentially Mm. so i did a chunk read i read that sucker in like two days very good highly wreck i got to part three 
and I was pit. I was in actual foul mood because I had spent all day. I'd read essentially the entire book, and I only had I don't know like sixty more pages. But it was so late that I knew that it. W- I just wasn't going to be able to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I looked over at Jordan, and I was like, "Damn, why you got to intrigue me like that?" <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed. Why you got to intrigue me like that? Why she kept repeating. Like why that? you got to intrigue me like that? <laughs> <laughs> so then I read Because the book is so good. It's so good. And then right now I'm reading Blueprint and I'm about 25, 30% nice. into that. Nice. Colors of the Flower Moon, highly recommended. We talked about it on a previous episode when I read it. It is fucking. And I talked to it to a white Very eagle. Good. He did not know the story. Right. Yeah. No relation. <laughs> just in case you, you get in an uber with white eagle he has not read killers of the flower moon maybe he has now <laughs> i read a uh, song of Susanna. what the fuck is that sounds sweet dark tower book six. Oh my god <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it it's whatever it's the second to last penultimate I'm, I, I'm like genuinely not interested in this series just uh-huh. in case yeah. I don't know. I'm a series so, that you never read. I mean, I'm really sorry. <laughs> me, like hurtful, but I just, I don't care anymore. Because I'm interested in a lot of other things you've read, but like at this point. No, I'm ready to be done with the Dark Tower okay. series. I'm ready. I was hoping I would get <laughs> some mm-hmm. feedback. I'm like happy that, that the next one is going to be the ending. Uh, How many are there? There are eight books total. Yeah, I guess I bought them uh, for you, so it's my uh, fault. Yeah, it was a present from you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking. I don't need to get into it. It's okay. the sec. It's it's. We're coming in. They're going to go to the dark tower. Hopefully, um, it ends strong. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. This one wasn't really my favorite, but it wasn't as long as some of the other ones. So there's that trade off. Yeah, and then so after that, I was like, let me read something fucking classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I fucking read The Great Gatsby. Oh, nice! I haven't read that oh, in yeah. years. How does which, it hold up? Which I read quote quote yeah. in high school. Yeah. And of course, when you're reading it in high school, you're not really fucking. You no, you're care. trying to get through it. And it's so clinical in high school. They're like fucking like you have Answer to break it questions. down. And what does this mean? What are the metaphors? Yeah. And they really suck all the art out of it and make it like here's your white lab coat and put yeah. this under bright fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. It's like this is not the way to consume art. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just gotta say it's very enjoyable now. Like I understand why it's a classic. Yeah. It's like a fucking. Mm. It, it's very well written. First of all. Yeah, just taking out all the like having to like being forced to read it. I know exactly what you mean because there were books, you know, that we had to read in English class or whatever where we had it's like there were questions that went with it and you're right, it's so broken. It's like what do you think this character meant by give examples in your own life of like it's just work. Like, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, and when you have these like prompting questions of like now you're looking for that in the book and that's all you actually care about because right. you're just trying to get the assignment done. Right, and you feel like there's right and wrong answers with a work of art. Exactly. You're just looking it's at up it for like... interpretation. When I was reading in high school, like I didn't have a feeling of like, this could make me feel a certain way. It's like, no, this has to make yeah. me have certain emotions to be the right answer. Yeah. yeah. There are right answers here that I just need to find as yes. opposed to feeling and experiencing yeah. the story. But then... You know, I had that reading class that was an elective that I fucking loved because it was basically just a teacher who really liked to read. I had the same experience in college. And you read the whole period, and it was dope. I fucking loved that class. That's super cool. For sure. But yeah, I highly recommend The Great Gatsby. It's a fucking great story. (laughs) 
and it's nice <laughs> really, really well written. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this underground Great yeah. Gatsby. Um, <laughs> it's fucking great. Gatsby. I highly recommend <laughs> Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. I haven't read it. And then I read, the last book I read was The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. I'm Hyde. so Jay of oh, you having read I this read book. That. Because Dude. it, I wanted to read it right after A Happiness Hypothesis, but I was like, I'm going to give it space. That's what I did. That's what I wanted to do. And read. now I'm like Jones and... So this book was written in 2012. This is fucking required reading. <laughs> this book is so good mm-hmm. and hits the nail so hard on the head that I just feel like everybody's got to read this book. Because it's so enlightening. Yeah. This it's, is The Righteous Mind. Why, I can't remember this. Why good people are divided by politics and religion. Yeah. He's a fucking clinical psychologist, and he breaks down our moralities. Like, we all think of, oh, that we're all sharing the same sort of moral spectrum, but there's all these different moralities that people hold more dear to themselves. Different weights, too. Different weights, too, on these different values and categories that we're just misaligning on as a society between the left and the right. So this whole book is just a way of getting you to understand the other side. And it's mostly sort of targeted at getting the left to not be so dismissive of the right, because that's sort of what you see most now is being like the right or they don't agree with the things that I believe in because they're dumb. Right. They have a righteous mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, they're not dumb. They're, they have a different set of values, and he fucking breaks it down brilliantly. And, I mean, I don't want to spoil a whole lot, but, yeah. There's lots of little nuggets in this book that are so interesting. Like, he, he talks about how, like, if you run into somebody that you haven't seen in a while, you'll know instantly whether you liked or disliked them before you even remember where you know them from or who they are. But your mind instantly knows whether it was pleasant or unpleasant. Yeah, I can see that. Before anything else. So we have this this intuition in our gut. He calls it, uh, you have your rider and your elephant. The elephant is going to do what it's going to do. Same as happiness hypothesis. But the rider is like your rationality and your thinking mind. And you can steer the elephant. But when like Mm -hmm. your natural instincts kick in and your intuition that's your elephant and it's gonna fucking there's no way you're gonna overpower your elephant i'm sorry that i'm such an addiction queef over here but it interests me seriously i wonder how the elephant analogy transfers to someone uh currently suffering from addiction i think he gets into that in the happiness hypothesis does he yeah that's like you have no control of your elephant that initial impulse is your elephant wanting to lean in a certain direction. Mm. Like it's just your, your urges, your instincts, all of that. That's your, so that's what happens when someone like says something that you disagree with. Yeah. Your initial reaction is your elephant. Mm-hmm. Like we think that we have rationalized our morals. Like we have talked ourselves into with good argument mm-hmm. what we actually believe in. When in reality, most people will hear something and they'll have a gut reaction of agreeing or disagreeing with it, mm-hmm. and then they justify it with rationality. So your actual your decision on the moral comes first, right. and then your rationalizing comes after. He'll give examples like one of them is like, oh, there's a scenario where hypothetical scenario where a brother and a sister go on a vacation together. They decide oh, yeah, yeah. they decide they want to have sex. They have sex, 
It's a pleasant experience. They both feel stronger to one another. They use protection. She's on birth control. He used a condom. There's no chance that they had a baby. And then they decide that, oh, we'll never, we're never going to do it again, but it was nice. And we feel closer together as brother and sister. Is that right or wrong? Like they lost, and everyone immediately, most people are like, oh, that's definitely wrong. Hmm. And then you go, why? And then because their gut reaction is already, that's a wrong thing, immediately start justifying, even though there's no there's no harm done or anything. Yeah. Right. But you're, you're also... But you're, you're getting into you their talk, elephant reaction. You and I talked about this a little bit. When I hear that posed as a question, right, it's like, okay, if we are truly following all the parameters of this very fictional scenario, sure. But I think when people are asked that question, they're thinking of it in reality terms, and it's like, that's not going to happen. Like, right, which is that immediately... That relationship is now fucking weirdly tainted and probably going to spread throughout their family yeah, exactly <laughs> which is why when they say why is it bad and they'll be like oh well, because you know she might get pregnant he's like well, well i told you that they use birth control and there's no possibility yeah. of that and then he's like okay well then they come another one well it's probably not good though it's not a good thing to have brother and sister like they're gonna fucking ruin the family or whatever is like, no we said that their bond was stronger and yeah. they're never gonna do it again they don't bring it up to anybody so they keep trying to find a reason why that, why it's not why okay. it's wrong yeah but when, in reality it's just they right. there, there's a gut feeling that people have that it's wrong right. you know and it's like what a lot of like people on the left and the right like try to do the other side is try and convince them out of that gut reaction on certain things it's like no we feel yeah. this way like we have this moral a lot of like mm -hmm. the people on the right have the, these morals of loyalty and sanctity and, and authority that the left just doesn't give a fuck about. So when, when people on the right care about that shit, we look at them as if they're racist or xenophobic and all this stuff. When it's real, it's like, no, this is something that they feel in their gut, like genetically. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you're not going to fucking call them stupid and make them yeah. think that, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a stupid belief I have. It's like, no, it's, you're, they're fucking, you're not going to fucking change the direction of their elephant by just being rude and shit. Right. He's try, he breaks it down of how, like how you actually get on the same page. <laughs> you know, with someone you disagree with and it's okay because we're not all the same we're not yeah. all working with the same fucking morality matrix you know yeah he talks about cognitive bias a lot like there's studies where like, if, if you give heavy coffee drinkers a study that shows a strong link between caffeine consumption and breast cancer then more women will find flaws in the study than men like really yeah like or like just these little things where it's like if it goes mm. against what you already believe, you're already looking for things to disprove it. Yeah. It's just, you know, classic cognitive bias. Yeah. And so I wanted to do a uh, a little test to you, Jamal. I did the same test to Morgan, but I'll do it for you, Jamal, over the, okay. uh, over the pot. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'll give you a pattern of three numbers, and then you have to guess what the pattern is. And you can do this by giving me another three-number pattern. And I'll tell you yes or no if it fits the pattern. You can give me as many as you want. And when you think you know the pattern, you can take a guess. And if you're wrong, you can re-guess. Okay. Okay, ready? Two, four, six. Oh, that's it? No. I'm giving you one. You give me now three numbers. And I'll tell you if it, yes or no, if it matches the pattern. Okay. Two, four, six. So that, so I gave you three more numbers? Yeah. Uh, eight, 10, 12? Yes. Fits the pattern, yes. Okay. So two, four, six. 8, 10, 12. Feel um, free to guess what you think the pattern is at any point. Okay, okay. It's, you're counting by uh, by twos. No. Oh, it's uh, is it uh, even numbers? No. Do more guesses if you want to. Okay. Uh, 
14, 16, 18. Yes. Um, 40, 42, 44. Yes. Okay. Uh, 32, 34, 36. Yes. Um, is the pattern that it's increasing? That's a pattern. What? Holy shit. So I could have said I could have said one, two, three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing as you, except for I I, right. I think you just told me after I said counting by twos. No, I think you gave up. But like or whatever. But so I this is a, this is a test of cognitive bias because you're only giving example like you can give me any three numbers that you want. But you're only giving me three numbers that fit a pattern that you've already decided in your head. Decided, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was going through it in my head. I said counting by twos, even numbers, and then I, I literally had a moment where I was like, "There is nothing else." Well, what's dope is that you continued. You just jumped way ahead in the line of you were like 40, 42, 44. Yeah, I was hoping maybe it would break down yeah. or something at a certain point, but it didn't. So I was like, "Okay, there's something else fucking going on." Right, De- demonstrating the cognitive bias that. Even after you've guessed, is it counting by twos? Is it even numbers? No, no. You keep you doing still it. give <laughs> only even numbers counting by twos. Right. It's just like, it's just so funny. Like you never think to go like, okay, well then maybe one, three, five. And then it's like, okay, it's counting by twos. No, it's not. Okay. Like actually going out of the box and giving a pattern that doesn't fit what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Like just going like four, right. three, two. Yeah. And I can go, no, that doesn't fit. That's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. The way the brain works. I'm stoked I got it. I know, me too. I was yeah. rather jazzed by that. Because <laughs> once, after you did 40, 42, 44, I'm over here snickering. Then you do 32, 34, 36, and I'm like, this is fantastic. I can't, but like, you're still guessing the sa- in the same realm. And then you just spat out the right answer which i thought was very odd and impressive yeah you went from like me being like this is hopeless to like boom yeah yeah i thought it was just gonna be inchoate the whole time (laughs) what's that mean oh inchoate oh Oh. it just means that just begun so not fully developed Mm. (laughs) so that's the righteous mind fucking recommend hard yeah i'm getting down on that e-mead well, I wanted to bring this up now because it is sort of in line with, with The Righteous Mind as I read a book called Strangers to Ourselves. Ooh, I like the sound the, of that. Uh, Discovering the Adaptive Unconscious. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting book by uh, Timothy D. Wilson. He sort of starts off the book talking about the Freudian idea of the unconscious mind and where Freud probably got some stuff right, but where he goes wrong um, given the the later developments, uh, Freud's theory is more sexy. Literally, it's more sexual, and it's all about repression and all this sort of stuff. But no, he goes in to talk about the the uh, what he calls the adaptive unconscious, which is basically you have your conscious mind, and then there's the everything else. And he calls it the adaptive unconscious, like it's one thing, but he's really referring to the entire network of your mind that's happening behind the scenes that you're just you don't have conscious access to and that starts with low level stuff like automaticity and breathing and um breathing all that kind of shit heart pumping. That, that you don't actually have to think about to accomplish which is always very freaky to think about honestly it is it is weird 
You almost feel like if you think about it too hard, it'll stop. It'll stop. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You gain access and don't know how the controls and you fuck it up. You don't know how to give it back um, to the brain. I hacked in. I don't yeah, know what yeah. to do. <laughs> I don't want yeah, to do it myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's sort of what everybody sort of thinks about. They, they think about that kind of stuff. But then he also goes in to talk about um, the higher level side of the adaptive unconscious, which is like goal setting and all these sorts of things that happen that we sort of really only a credit to the conscious mind but there's so much of that that's also happening and oftentimes um in sort of a disagreement with what our conscious motivations are and so shit can go awry there like what what's an example well you'll you can feel a certain way about something and your adaptive unconscious and your conscious mind you might hold a belief about something uh that something is wrong or something is right even but how you actually feel about it and your initial reactions to things may differ. Like one example he gives is people who are who claim that to not be racist and may not hold racist ideas in their conscious mind, and they might not be prejudiced like in theory, but in certain situations, when in a room with a black guy, might act a certain way or or whatever. And so he gives an example about um, uh, a police shooting that was. Uh, you know, a, a, a black man just reaching for his wallet. He wasn't armed. He reached for his wallet and uh, the police shot him. And he, he sort of breaks down how these cops may very well not hold racist ideas, um, but th- maybe they were racist at one point in time or even just through cultural whatever um, that their adaptive unconscious holds on to. Like, let's say they were raised in a, a racist family. So there's certain things that the adaptive unconscious holds on to more and and then he they, there was a study they did where because a lot of the studies they do to uh, to differentiate between the conscious mind what the conscious mind is thinking versus what is being produced by the adaptive unconscious is uh, they'll do uh, like quick flashes so yeah. like mm-hmm. he does the same thing in righteous mind first let me say that it, he he breaks down that you are taking in eleven million pieces of information per second. And 10 million of that is just through your eyes. And only 40 pieces of that makes up your conscious awareness every second. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you have access to every every second. But the rest of that just doesn't go nowhere. It's just in the rest of your brain being processed by the, that network. And so they, you know, they'll flash really quick images so fast that you, you aren't even consciously aware that you saw it. But you did. Your brain did. Subliminal messaging. Yeah, subliminal messaging. <laughs> and there's actually a whole interesting part in the book where he talks about subliminal like advertisement versus like the way regular advertising is and how uh, if you had the choice and this question was presented to people like would you – like let's say um, there's a, a feature on, on a certain like network or, or service where you can choose at the beginning to have regular ads break up your – program every 15 minutes or whatever or to just have subliminal ads be flashed at you flash that shit and so yeah exactly (laughs) there's and so what what has been proven is that subliminal advertisement has little to no effect on 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 you um whereas actual advertisements do have a very profound effect Mm -hmm. on, on what people buy and so you'd be much better off but people don't want to do it because they don't like the idea of Maybe that it's out of their control, dude. I that's an easy answer for me. Fucking, that took me zero time to decide. For sure, yeah. Flash <laughs> that shit, yeah. And 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 it, he talks about how uh, 
they could flash like one word. They'd use what we call, they, they called um, not probing words, but priming, pri- priming, priming words um, that were like <laughs> violent or or something like that, and then flash an image that you could see consciously, like to try and to like nudge you in a certain direction, right? Mm-hmm. But the adaptive unconscious is not good at like two word pairings. Like, if it's one word, it can do it, and it primes you in that direction. But if it's a if it's a series of words, and let's say they're both negative by themselves but together they make a positive like enemy defeated right would be a positive thing but it's both they're both received but both received separately and negatively and stuff so that sort of breaks down the whole idea of being able to to shoot a a whole advertisement at you and have it be effective and there was one study they did that was like um but this had to do with race it was it was people who claimed to not be racist which everyone does, but like they sit them down and the, the the test was basically like they flashed an image of either a weapon or a tool and then flashed an image of either a white face or a black face. And so when uh, a black face would, would uh, you know, a tool would show up and then a black face would, would show up, they were much more likely, these white people were much more likely to hit weapon than tool and if it was a white face they were more likely to like mess up they can and it's all measured by like the timing of how how quickly they did it or if they pushed the wrong button and all that kind of shit yeah it's crazy it's super crazy and and and, uh, and a lot of it breaks down he never says it explicitly but it's heavily implied you know the lack of free will that we that especially mm-hmm. the the kind of free will that we think we have and how much of it is um how much we are just controlled by whatever is arising and whatever is being fed to us through our unconscious that we have no direct access to, but it has access to us in a way. But he makes the the claim towards the end of the book. Uh, he starts making the case for uh, the how introspection can actually be uh, harmful because we are so good at constructing narratives for things that are not true and how quickly the mind fills in the gaps of things. And so you may be making up a story and believing that it's true when it's just leading you in the wrong direction. He de- he's a proponent for therapy, but that you're working with a therapist in constructing positive narratives, like if you went through trauma or whatever it was, but not so much in the, in the realm of like trying to figure out. <laughs> like There's like bad narratives and good narratives as far as, like at least how you think you're breaking it down. Like it's so far from the truth most most often times and so yeah i don't know it's it's a fucking interesting read it sounds like uh, the righteous mind would pair nicely with this you should fucking jump into that next yeah i think i might i've I, it's been on my list for a while but let's see what uh megan is wondering <laughs> <laughs> all right hey read fellas i think this might be an alaskan thing but i'm not positive usually when we're driving around here um and someone's like oh you go this way and that way da 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 a to b and then they say, it's about seven minutes. It's about 12 minutes. No one ever says it's three miles down the road. But now, since my parents have become snowbirds and live in Arizona, I'm on the phone the other day and my mom's like, oh, blah, blah, this and that. They're about 12 miles down the road. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? 12 miles. Say it in minutes. And then she was like, oh yeah, sorry. It's about 20 minute drive between everything. And I was like, what? So maybe you think it's just here? Or you think, I don't know, what do you think? You're like, obviously, you guys lived here forever, and now you live in a city. Is it the same, or is it different? Who's weird, or, or who's not weird, or who's normal? 
Well, first of all, I think Anchorage is a city. <laughs> so. Second of all, I've never heard the term snowbirds. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, from Megan. Um, <laughs> so here they definitely say miles, but I, I'm trying to remember if I even remember how directions would were, were described to me. And it did. I think it all depends. Anchorage. I mean, miles is a accurate description. <laughs> right. You can drive at whatever speed you want, really. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, minutes. Stretch the time. To tell you, like, how long someone's, it's going to take, like, oh, like. It's a 30 minute drive. It's a 30, if, yeah. if it's. Right, because yeah. we value our time. Exactly. Especially if it's a longer drive. You're not going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, oh, about, it's yeah. about like a 375 mile drive. <laughs> right. You're not going <laughs> to. I think everywhere does that. Yeah. Everyone, everywhere in the United States is like, no, it'll take you about two hours to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone does mm-hmm. it by time. Even your own maps and your phone does that you'll map it yeah it'll tell you a sub information of how far it is but the main thing that's lit up in green font is how long it's going to take you to get there that's true right right but i feel like the traffic situation here (laughs) is such that the mileage is given more frequently because depending on the time of day i mean radically different if it's more immediate, like soon to where you're going to be leaving, uh-huh. the time is way more relevant. Someone could tell you it's going to, it's a mile away. You're like that. It could be a mile away. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get there. Right. But if you're describe, if someone says, oh, like how far away is your work from your house? People would give the mileage. I Not think. always. You can be like, it's a five minute drive to my. When. Exactly. Exactly. It all depends. Jamal doesn't drive, so he doesn't get to participate. <laughs> I mean, I walk. I use maps. <laughs> yeah, do you do that? I feel like walking would definitely be in miles. Because <laughs> it's like, it's going to take you a long time. <laughs> That's fucking 10 miles. That's like when I went to Firestone, I was like, it's almost close enough to walk. And then I realized, feet. no, it's not. It's fucking cold outside. It's 10 miles away. What are the movies you got to talk about? Well, let's throw back to Jamal. Do you have anything else movie-wise or uh, topic-wise? Uh, I, I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You motherfucker. I gave it the old rewatch. What is so? What's what's your rewatch review? I really like it. I really like. What it. did it's I good, tell you? It's a good movie. You're right. It's, it's fucking, fucking good. good. Just experiencing it, it and enjoying it, as opposed to in, trying to anticipate what's going to happen and where's it going. Yeah. Yeah. I can just enjoy the ride. Yeah. And then I rewatched um, a movie that I hadn't seen in a long time. It's a movie called Bandits. I hadn't seen it since I was probably Bruce like Willis. 13 or something. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Bill, Bo- Bill Bobby Thornton, if, if I may, and and uh, Kate Blanchett. It's is so much more corny than I remembered it being. I it's, feel like it's, all uh, Bruce Willis movies are a little bit corny except for Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Die Hard is a little corny, but it's fucking awesome. It's corny. Looper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Looper. Give him a break, dude. Fifth Element is Cheese I was City. Gonna, I was <laughs> just going to say the Fifth Element yeah. is what yeah. immediately comes it, to there's mind. There's a cheese scene, which I think maybe could have been done better, but this is just going off memory and how I felt about it when I saw it. But there's a cheesy scene at Looper with Bruce Willis. It's when they're showing the, the flashback, or the, I mean the, the flash forward of his life, how his uh, Jordan Gordon Lewis's life plays out, mm-hmm. and it's when you first see Bruce Willis, and he's got. They did like they put hair on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And it looks so bad. And he's looking at the Asian six, yeah. six Sense is good. Yeah. Six Sense. 
Bruce Willis is a national treasure. He's been in some fucking yeah, jokes. Yeah, he is. He and really he is. stinks, but I don't know if he's a good actor or not. I honestly don't. But he's been in some of my favorite movies, yeah. so I like him. But yeah, bandits, it's about the, the sleepover bandits. They're bandits. They sleep over at people's houses the night before they rob them. Not people, you know, general people, but they're fucking the, 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 the bank managers' houses. And they, sleep. they hang out with their family, have dinner with their family, and then they go to the bank early in the morning before anybody else gets there, and they fucking take the money from the safe and be on a merry way. And it's, uh, it's an enjoyable movie, but it is definitely pretty fucking pretty fucking cheesy yeah through it with my now eyes there's a scene in it where they're when they first uh break out of jail they go they go to rob a bank and they don't have anything with them you know they've they no guns nothing but bruce willis pulls a highlighter out of the car and they get out of the car and i'm watching it with ian and nicole and this is filmed in silverton oregon oh wow like we've walked these streets i was like holy fuck this is fucking cool but anyways, Bruce Willis goes into the bank and puts a highlighter to the back of the guard's neck, and he like give me, he's like give me your gun, and then he gives it to him. And I remember I remembered that scene. It's the mainly the only thing I remembered about the movie <laughs> from when I watched it before, and that's always stuck in my mind. It's just like a dope <laughs> little scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's, this this fucking baller. He put Bruce Willis puts a fucking highlighter to his neck. But that's all I watched. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that it was dumb as fuck the second time you watched it. I mean, yeah, it definitely didn't hit me as hard. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> cool. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking tight. We also watched. <laughs> we watched the movie. It's on Hulu. Bombshell. I remember I mentioned earlier in the pod we saw a lot of bombs. We also saw Bombshell. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I thought I, it was. I thought it was very watchable. Yeah, agreed. It was a highly watchable mm. movie, except for Char- Charlize Theron's voice that she's putting. I on. think it's spot on. See, I guess I don't listen to enough Megyn Kelly because I was like, "Does Megyn Kelly actually talk like this?" Yeah, she's a deeper so voice. So put on to me. Oh, not me. Okay. I, I I thought she was great. Fucking whoever did the makeup. Yeah, like she looks like fucking Megyn Kelly. All Crazy. of them are fucking hot as shit, by the way. They have right. great outfits. Yeah. Like, Except Nicole. I've never been a big fan of Nicole Kidman. Everyone thinks she's fucking hot and she always oh, shows her tits. Yeah, no, no, I'm no, not no. a big Nicole Kidman. I'm talking Charlize. I mean, that's and, why I like and, her. And um, the other hot Australian chick. What the fuck is Margot Robbie? Yes, Margot thank you. Robbie. Yeah, she's always fucking <laughs> dynamite. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this movie, I don't, I, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was enjoyable. I mean, it's not like, whoa, holy fuck, it's one of the best movies, but it was it was very entertaining. Highly entertaining. I thought they fucking did it very well, just being inside of Fox News and seeing like the, all the fucking characters and interacting. Mm-hmm. A lot of it feels a little on the nose, but I feel like it didn't take away from it. It was almost like kind of what I wanted, you know? It was mm-hmm. like all this, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I recommend it. I think it was fucking good. Yeah. Then we watched... I I thought Morgan had already seen this, but we watched the Royal Tannenbaums. I thought it was good. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was really good. I liked it. Of course, it. yeah. It's probably it's one yeah. of my favorites. I've never seen dresses. it, and I think I haven't seen it because it has Ben Stiller in it. That's definitely probably what you <laughs> Ben Stiller. Yeah. Here. And I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking dope. Everyone's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dope fucking movie. I don't know whether Moonrise is above it. It might be. Moonrise is really good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, and then the last movie we watched, 
was a documentary on HBO called Baby God. Baby God. Oh Baby my God. God. This movie was not Baby good. God is real. I did not. Uh, I did not think it was. It was fucking. It was a poorly made documentary about a subject that could have been fucking crazy, sure. blown open. Like holy shit, this is nuts. I mean, you told me the premise, and I was like, That's "This is disgusting. the most disturbing." Like, I would watch murder all day. Oh, I'm I'm nervous to watch this documentary. So the premise then- is that there was a doctor who worked in a women's hospital who was helping women with their fertility. And instead of using semen from the fo- from the husband, the sample he just provided. used his own. Yeah. <laughs> so he oh became my God. he became the How father. How dark is that shit? I mean, what the Jesus fuck? Jesus Christ! So fucked up. No, go- that's like the opposite of what every guy wants. No, but he doesn't have to fucking take care of the kid. He wants to spread his seed. They it's don't actually know. not the opposite oh, of what yeah. every it, guy wants. That's why it's that's so true. many that's layers true. of like fucked upness. It's like yeah. He's just secretly doing this to people. Ugh, it's And gross. then it gets into more fucked up. Like he's actually doing it. Like some women who had never had, who were not sexually active, they just went in for a fucking checkup and he insisted on going in and he would artificially inseminate them too. And they would oh swear to their parents. Like I've never had sex. Like this is a virgin birth that we got going on here. And they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, oh okay, God. yeah, sure. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, just being completely disbelieved by their parents and shit. Of course. So they don't know how many fucking kids, they, and they don't even go into it. And that's why this documentary sucks. There's no information provided. There's no information about, like, how widespread this is. There's no fucking... They interview, mm. like, seven of the people. And all of these kids have a fucking... Or siblings. Big fucking something up their ass because they think they're they weird. are... They're weird as fuck. Right. It's I, probably just I have nothing against the people. Shot. I have nothing against the, the subjects of this documentary. I have uh, gripes with the way that it's... Yeah made agreed there's lots of fucking mm. long unnecessary shots where it's like get give me more of this information this feels like there's like so much information yeah. i feel yeah. like there was no like a lot a lack of investigative journalism here for sure to figure mm. out more shit yeah who is this guy like we they interview a lot of the fucking women who gave birth to these kids but like they couldn't find one of the fathers who thought that he was oh. raising a son that wasn't his own, you know? Yeah. There's none of them. Yeah. Not zero. Like, they're all dead? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, I feel like we're missing a lot of shit. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, and he molested all of his kids, too. And you know how at the end of documentaries, the end. at the end of documentaries, <laughs> they give you a little fucking text? You assume there would be a text like, he's fathered at more than point, a thousand children. this many, yeah. Yeah, right. a thousand plus or whatever. No, the only text that you get at the very end is, there's been more than like 70 doctors who have committed this same crime. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Baby God. So that's fucking nuts. A dope title. Sold on the title. <laughs> <laughs> dope title, indeed. This has been an episode. I feel you. Morgan, you saw a couple other I movies. watched The Impossible today, which... Devastated you. It was, it was a devastating <laughs> movie, but it was supposed to be. So Ewan McGregor... Naomi Watts, they're in Thailand on vacation for Christmas and on November 26th. This is a true story, uh, like the biggest tsunami on the east coast of Asia hit, I can't remember the year, and basically it's just, they're all, you know, the, the aftermath of, of that. And tsunamis yeah. uh, are actually my most... I'm more afraid of tsunamis than other any other natural disasters. We are in a landlocked state. That's fucking hilarious. I know, but I love the water so much 
that I just... Did you say national disaster? I think I did. <laughs> I meant to say natural. <laughs> I think I did say national. Good it's catch, funny. Jamal. Um, <laughs> yeah, natural disaster. Because it's so... I mean, I've been swept by water before. And like with cars and metal blades and debris and shit like tumbling with Cars you it's swords really terrifying to me so yeah it being in the midst of any uh earthly event would not be fun no no so that's that's what i got word up well everybody thanks for listening thank you this has been reed fellas thank you guys the closing clip will be my my trip to the dentist six months ago <laughs> episode 82 i believe episode 82 that's the right answer. So uh, enjoy that, and um, I'm going to quit talking. Put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs> she's actually quite She's actually quite aggressive Yeah. in my mouth. Like oh. she's, uh, mm. She was grinding pretty hard, and she did this thing where she would grab my bottom teeth. Oh. Like that, like, that, like mm-hmm. thumb, thumb and index. Yeah. Grab my bottom teeth and like kind of pull down on my jaw a little bit. Hmm. And oh. She did it a few times, and I was like, what is that doing? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't understand why she You're was You're starting doing. to close up, homie. <laughs> Except I wasn't, because she actually was very adamant that I relax my... Because like, I, I go wide. Yeah, I like, do, When too. I do it, I'm like... They always tell me to, to mm-hmm. like, all right. Like, I've never been told that before. Oh, really? Like, they've always just done the work. Yeah, take about 15% off, buddy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why don't you go ahead and... Yeah, she's like, you can close your mouth a little bit, like, so your cheeks aren't so tight or whatever. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> but yeah, she's like... And then it's a lot of the things she's telling me are things that I obviously know. Like she's talking to me like this is my first cleaning I've ever had at a dentist. I'm fucking 30 years old. <laughs> she fucking she's she's saying things like, "Don't worry about like the scraping sound. It's much louder in your ears than it than it actually is." Like it's <laughs> and stuff like trying to calm my nerves. Yeah. On this cleaning. <laughs> it's funny cuz before I was telling her I'd floss every day. She's like, "You have bleeding and stuff." And I'm like, I'm like, nope, no bleeding. And then I, I catch myself, and I'm like, well, I mean, every once in a while, maybe, if I'm a little aggressive. And she's like, that's the right answer. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but then my favorite thing happened, I think, is something that I've, that's never mm. happened before. And it might be my oh. new favorite thing. She kept telling me that because of the aerial nature of the COVID disease, that they will not be using any sort of aerosols or whatnot. Basically, the thing... That is needed to run the polisher, the electric, where they polish your teeth Mm. with. Mm -hmm. So she'll be doing a manual polish. (laughs) Oh my god! No. So what does that even mean? What does it mean? And I was very big question marks in my head (laughs) before it went down. She just brushed my fucking teeth. She took a fucking regular ass <laughs> toothbrush and brushed my teeth. <laughs> I mean, I would have been like, I can probably handle this part. <laughs> <laughs>